Attention viewer, you are watching the world's biggest monster truck diecast YouTube channel. Well, hello world and welcome back to the Monster Truck Collecting Podcast for episode number 16. This time, everyone's excited here. You can tell by Phil's huge grin, his huge grin and mine as well, that we are about to talk about uh, what we would consider, I think, as a consensus, as a unanimous consensus, that this is probably the best year for any diecast uh, Monster Truck release series. So I'm very excited uh, and we all are. So we're going to get right into it. I don't think we really need much of an intro because we want to try to fit as much as we can wow. of part one. Okay, Phil, go ahead. Go ahead. Wow. Let's not jump into the trucks here. This is a very special year. Okay. Okay. It is. It's okay. It is. First of all, RJ, how are you doing tonight? Terrible. It's like one degree outside. Uh, it's snowing. It's not great. It's not great at all. I'll get you an official. It's three. No, it's negative zero. Negative zero. That's a thing. Negative zero. Yeah, well, apparently. I mean, I live in Oklahoma, so I shouldn't know that. But yeah, great weather. Anyways. <laughs> so yeah, let's talk about, you know, hyping up 2010. Uh, you know, we always jump right in the trucks, but this year is a lot more special. And we've hinted at it the last couple of weeks where, uh, you know, you look to where we're at now. and We're so, so blessed to have Ryan in, in our community and, be our direct beacon to Spin Master, uh, especially, and staying on top of just all, all the toys. It's it's a big, it's a big part of the community, and I know he reaches out a lot to for community input and uh, just a lot of feedback. And there's a lot of what we've seen in Spin Master that has come from uh, Ryan's feedback, whether from himself or polling everybody here. So that's a huge plus. Uh, well, many moons ago. Uh, the, you know, we've had that involvement with Hot Wheels. And through the old Monster Truck Collectors Forum, uh, Hot Wheels was a big part of that forum for so many years. And 2010 was a, was the big year where they really spearheaded and took a lot of community feedback and put together this line, which is a big part of why this line has so much lore because almost everything in this line comes directly from the community. So imagine, like, when Ryan polls everybody, like, we're going to make a – like. Like, I don't know. Like everybody was going crazy for bulldozer. Okay, imagine that's one truck. Imagine seventy-five of them. That's basically what happened in twenty ten. It, it was insane. I you know I was looking back at a lot of the old info as Ryan is showing. Uh, it is. That's coming out. Got a tattoo uh, back. It's pretty weird. I was looking at a lot of this, like the stuff that was coming back and things that they pulled on just to backpedal some of the past episodes. Like they did ask. Would you prefer gray or chrome? And that's we talked about why chrome rim trucks were so prominent. Uh, event specific trucks, and that's what led to the World Finals trucks becoming, you know, a thing. And they were asking a lot of times, like more event specific trucks. We haven't really gotten anything like that, but it was something they asked a lot of people. Uh, or limited exclusive trucks, where now we have so many of them, uh, whether from, you know, from the end of Hot Wheels or now with Spin Master, there's so many. Uh, then, like, talking about the special lines, and that's a big one uh, with this 2010, where, like, the segments where 
the shocks and hooks and undercovers. How can we fix these special lines? And they all got revamped for 2010. Every I think every, there was no returning line except for Spectre Flames. Yeah, that was from a previous year. Uh, that, okay, there were originals, but now that they're own segment, uh, so that's all community involvement. Plus, some of the specific trucks and paint schemes that are seen here directly come from the community. Like I was just like, literally, what do you want to see? I want to see the felon. Okay, here's felon. Like I'll, we'll make it happen. Like that's how crazy the involvement was. It wasn't like. Oh, we'll see. It's like, okay, you want that truck? We're going to call Mark Schrader and we're going to get Felon. Like, that's how diehard they got for 2010. Uh, so, that's my little preamble here. But actually, another small feature uh, uh, before we get going here uh, the trucks in package. So, if Ryan can start pulling up the page. Um, in, in the package, on the base of all the 2010 trucks, there was a little one circle on the base. RJ showing it on his uh, in-package 2010 truck. Uh, see the little one? It's a little black tire circle. Um, yep. That is a precursor. It was also something they pulled. Uh, they are testing the waters with a lot of the exclusive uh, trucks that they wanted to feature. And they did this coin system as a, it was going to be a potential mail-away. You cut out the little tires on the bottom of the bases and you mail them away for some sort of special truck. Uh, that never materialized. The, those little uh, points are never seen again. And really, it's the precursor to what we'll talk about in a couple of episodes from now, the uh, Walmart race rewards trucks that you got to scan receipts for. That's really what that coin system was a precursor for. So I figured I'd mention that now because uh, there's actually no picture of that base on the Brian Z panel yeah, website. Yeah, there we go. Um, yeah. <laughs> So, yeah, figure we showed off right off the bat there. And then, of course, 2010 is the flag series. That's the This is the first year that there was an accessory in the packaging. Uh, and it's been a it's been an occurrence ever since from all the toy companies. There's got to be something in there with the truck. Uh, the little flags, they're individually bagged, like little cloth fabric flags. They're really cool. Um a lot of those designs, if anyone been to the Monster Jam World Finals, they would fly a lot of the flags around the uh, stadium mm -hmm. uh, for all the competitors. Those are the same designs for some of these. So, like, the Gravedigger flag is exactly that Gravedigger flag that flew at Sam Boyd Stadium. Uh, Monster Mutt's flag was the same one from the from the World Finals. And some of them obviously were, you know, like your Jurassic Attacks never had a, a flag at the World Finals because Jurassic Attack was ever in the World Finals. So they made up their own. Um, these flags – I think they're almost everybody's favorite accessory just because it was like the first and they knocked it out of the park. Uh, it was so unexpected. I was asking around like what uh, to try to remember why they even did an accessory and nobody really had a, a remembrance. So somebody from way back in the day remembers as Ryan is showing uh, one of the flags. So that flag I think came out in 2012. Uh, 14 actually. I just, this is the only one I have on my, my desk. Oh, okay. Over there. Yeah, because yeah, they did uh, flags a couple times for some Walmart exclusive yeah. trucks, but uh, that's exactly what the same fabric, same lifestyle. Um, yeah, but I couldn't remember why they, they started to do the accessory thing. Uh, everybody loved it, so it wasn't any complaints. It was just I don't remember why they decided that they needed to put something more with the trucks, but it made this line so much more special because nobody knew that they were coming. And now, and, and I say that because it made a reason to buy the re-releases. There are not a lot of re-releases in 2010. I will say that right off the bat. There's a lot, even 
looking at the old checklist that Hot Wheels actually posted many moons ago on the Monster Truck Collecting for, uh, Collectors Forum back in the day, uh, a lot of trucks look like they're supposed to be re-releases, and then they come out, they're actually new paint schemes. So, uh, you know, through that, it's pretty interesting. Uh, it made a reason to buy everything. If yeah. I ever hit the lottery, I would definitely buy all of 2010 in package and have it on display because I think yeah. visually this is the coolest stuff in package. Like from a main line, obviously all your exclusive trucks have amazing card backs, uh, so mm-hmm. that that's not comparable. But for like a main line, this rules. Um, that's my rant. I figured I'd get that out of the way before we dig into these trucks because there's a lot of backstory on this entire line, and I think that's uh, for me sentimentally. This is this is a really special line. Yeah, I agree. Totally agree. Uh, again, 2010 is like the apex of everything because, like Phil said, um, community involvement, that's a huge thing. Obviously, something I work on every single day, and um, it's very well prominent here. So that's awesome. Plus, the um, not expecting an accessory, as we all expect an accessory every year now from both companies. It's like, you know, it's a thing now. But, like, then that quick shift from re-releases, not much community feedback, plus an accessory, all that changing to one big thing was pretty crazy. Of course... Um, when we talk about 2011, it changes again back to that style of classic repeats. But um, 2010 really hits the mark here. So uh, it really also shows, I just want to say like Phil was saying too, it really shows um, how Hot Wheels can change when it actually involves the fans. Yeah. And as Spin Master as well, when they involve the fans, it's significantly shifted the line to be tailored significantly more uh, to the fans and older collectors than it would have been if uh, we weren't doing that. So... Uh, this is really awesome. A very unique time for Hot Wheels Monster Jam, and uh, we're going to hop right into it. So number one, a brand new uh, repaint of a truck. This is the Bounty Hunter uh, Spectre Flames edition. So Spectre Flames are still going, and they will continue to go for a little while. Um, unfortunately, we don't have images of the flags outside of the packaging for each truck. No, and you know, uh, just a sidebar, the old forum, we had scanned all the... Oh. Lot flags as well as the tattoos from 2011 and i have a i have a lot of those lost in time uh, it's a big back burner project for yeah. one day but yeah. uh, i don't have all the flags but i have a significant amount of them right. uh, so we'll have to work on that at some point but um anyway here's the bounty hunter uh so you can see that blue spectra flame uh like i've mentioned with blue in the past it's not the biggest change so it's not the biggest shift here um, in fact, it pretty much looks like the regular Bounty Hunter paint color. But there's Bounty Hunter. Um, I'm not sure if this is a design change. I'll let Phil talk about that in a second. But uh, it has a silver roll cage. And like we talked about last time, they started doing the diamond plate beadlocks for Spectra Flame series. There's the back and uh, there's the top. So And there's that weird um, sunroof. So I'll let Phil talk about that now. Go ahead. Yeah, so the, the sunroof's really weird. We're showing it on screen. I'm looking at it on my other monitor. Uh, the sunroof part was... Kind of weird. I mean, I don't think Bounty Hunter ever needed, like, never had a sunroof unless Jimmy rolled the truck over. <laughs> so, like, there was never a sunroof. Yeah. But this is what I mean. The complaints that are going to be said tonight, it's really just being critiquing like a Simon Cowell. We do love this. Uh, like this, is a, this is a refresh of a scheme. Uh, so, Checker Shucks Kragen is no longer involved with the team. Uh, at this point, CSK Auto is purchased by O'Reilly Auto Parts. So they are not even a company. So this is these are all paint refreshes, uh, except for Iron Outlaw, which we'll talk about in our part two okay. next week. Uh, these are refreshes to reflect that CSK uh, Auto is no longer with the team. So a little bit of paint scheme updates there. The, the silver chassis is nice. Uh, Bounty Hunter never ran a silver chassis, but I don't think anybody kind of complains on this. So 
And I, but I will say, uh, paint scheme wise, this maybe isn't the strongest uh, Spectra Flame. To kind of really be honest, I but I don't think people looked at it as a as this as a Spectra Flame. They just looked at it as a new truck, and everybody was so excited, especially seeing this is like the first truck of the year. Uh, but looking back on retrospect, uh, I've said it in past episodes. Anytime there's a new p- truck or new paint scheme of any kind, it should come out as a standard to start and then go down the line with the special things. Uh, now, granted, this Bounty Hunter scheme is uh, more current. Uh, as like with the regular schemes, it's just not – it's still new, so it should have got a proper release. And actually, I just got a message reminding me that Bounty Hunter was a silver chassis back in like 2002, but that was not even – anywhere close to this. So kind of a weird callback at that point, but uh, it's a really great truck to start off the year though. Yeah. I mean, I don't, I, yeah, the, the beads uh, on this, these rims, I like a lot. I like that hot wheels uses them. Uh, that's about all that line. Anyway, uh, this truck was nice as the first truck of the year, the silver frame you don't complain about. And uh, the sunroof messed with me in the carpet league or just the accuracy of it, but it's a new paint scheme. So I didn't mind. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so yeah, Bounty Hunter. Um, also mentioned, like Phil said, the flags at World Finals. This is the flag that Bounty Hunter would have um, at the top of Sam Boyd Stadium. Uh, I do miss uh, when they did that. Um, I don't believe they did it in Orlando, Florida. So that was a cool thing that um, Sam Boyd Stadium always had. And uh, yeah, so there is uh, Bounty Hunter. And uh, number two is finally a new Grave Digger. Uh, so is featuring, as we mentioned last time. Uh, the start of the Neil Vandenberg redesign of the digital Gravedigger art. So it's awesome to finally have that. Um, this is also precursor to when Hot Wheels starts to put the Monster Jam logos back onto Gravedigger, um, which it will do for uh, their entire time with the line, which is actually something that Gravedigger, for the exception of maybe Fire Gravedigger, or I don't think that one had it. They don't ever run a, like a decal Monster Jam logo on Gravedigger because it's already in its tombstone. Hot Wheels felt the need to put their logo on top of a tombstone of their logo already. So that was <laughs> part of that. Um, we'll also see, uh, and this is going to shift soon, uh, the decal process in a year or so is going to completely change the modern day grainy graphics. But you can see this is a decal sheet. You can tell by the black paint versus the black print of an inkjet printer, uh, which Phil always talks about when they do the blues, um, blue grave digger. But um, yeah, this is a mud treads. Gravedigger, and this is actually a new series, um, which is all too familiar now. Uh, mud Treads basically get the idea. They put mud on the body uh, on most of the graphics, and then they painted the tires. And um, this was an awesome thing. I think when they first started, um, with the exception of this truck and a couple others, they actually did mud paint. Uh, so it was kind of a rapid, um, randomized design. Uh, but you will see them as this has, which is a bad example to start with. They will uh, start doing uh, these decal versions of mud, which will all look the same. But uh, in their early era, they did use paint, which is obviously more expensive. Um, but here's Gravedigger. So they got the headlights in there. The previous one that started this artwork did not have headlights. So that's cool. And this is also something that's very rare with mud treads, which we'll see in the following years. They don't often ever do it on the roof. So this is one of the rare instances where they did do some mud. Um, you can tell that... Uh, whoever did this artwork is actually using the same brush pattern every single time. Uh, so this is all the same, just like splotches of like someone just photoshopped mud on here. So uh, it was cool. And you'll see it soon when they did do randomized mud spray. But uh, there's it. There it is. Mud treads so, or mud trucks. And then it'll eventually be called mud treads. But Phil, go ahead. 
Oh, man, so uh, I know Mad Rat might be listening. I know he's tuned in for a few of them. I know he'll he'll claim his uh, horn for this one for the for the whole mud uh, the mud trucks line. A lot of people were customizing trucks to mud. And, uh, you know, we talked about in the last number of episodes the amount of re-releases that would just kind of pop up. People would find excuses to buy re-releases, and they would just muddy them. And a lot of the mud customs were like ultra muddy. They were like just. <laughs> reeking in mud um so this is 100 percent fan spire knowing that hey we can do something different with this and this is really using a lot of new technologies you know uh the mud treads especially there's just uh this is the first time they've ever really messed with the tires right yeah um, uh, to this well everybody sounds a little still? choppy here so uh yeah okay i was just making sure Whatever. um so, okay. Yeah, everybody just sound a little choppy there. I'm just making sure I'm not having a stroke. So, uh, yeah, the tires were so special, and I think that was a real winner. I know as time goes on, people are like, man, maybe they should pull more mud on those bodies, but the treads are just really popping, and a lot of customizers were just taking those tires, and then maybe they're muddying up the rest of the truck, but they'll rip the tires off and just call it an awesome custom. And it's a good excuse to get away with these chromes. Uh, you're going to see a lot of different colors in this year's line but they sneak chrome chrome in with some of these and it's uh it's an okay excuse uh, as the year goes on you'll see a, a couple different other colors here but uh it, you know that's the, the chrome versus gray debate Look, chrome wins a lot in 2010 but it's you're getting a lot more for that sacrifice yeah, I mean, this arguably looking at the detail on top of uh the the mud on the roof could be arguably one of the best mud trucks uh, at that time. Definitely was because it's the first mud truck we see uh, for carpet or inside people using this on their carpet leagues. It was like a realistic look to a truck that rolled in your freestyle or mud show, whatever. I liked it a lot. Didn't mind it. Um, and now we see it today also. So uh, I liked it. And like I said, arguably one of the best mud trucks, maybe, maybe just on detail. Hello. Lost me there. Whoa. Yeah, you look like you were uh <laughs> was like, whoa, there's two Ryans. Oh no. There we go. I fixed it. All right, well, that, okay. that's it for Twitter. <laughs> yeah, so there's mud treads. Um and obviously something that we have for some reason actually Hot Wheels hasn't brought that back, have they, for their new Monstrux line, have they? No. But no, um, I mean they've mastered the tires in other ways, but this is less I mean, this is a start of a yeah. lot of graphics for the tires and things. Now yeah. it's only really mud for yeah. like a good little bit, but like it's a precursor to really getting crazy with the tires. Yeah. So there's mud. Um, Spin Master did continue the tradition of mud first, starting with their uh, monster dirt sets, and then of course this year with the uh, dirty to clean stuff. So uh, that was pretty cool to have that continue. But I oh. wish Hot Wheels would do that again. But here's one that everyone's like, whoa. Ooh. Um, so this is the start of the one of the most famous series of all time, alongside the originals, the Monster Jam Classics, the precursor to both the flashbacks, which will happen in 2017, 2018, and then, of course, Spin Master's Retro Rebel series. Uh, the collectors, this is exactly um, when they split up the year, 30 70%, so 70% kids, 30% collectors, they always fit Retro Rebels and Retro Trucks into that for us. This was the result. I mean, that's why we have these kind of things now. So... This is the start. I'm um, a very basic truck, and um, people will be like, well, you know, why would they do such a basic truck? But for collectors and people who know what this design was, it was awesome to see. So this is Blacksmith again, like I said, pretty basic, but um, it is awesome to have this one. 
Um, I will let Phil talk about the history of Blacksmith because we did talk about it before, but this is the original. So go ahead, Phil. Yeah, this is the original Blacksmith. Uh, you know, uh, cheap plug alert. Uh, this week on the Monster Truck Outlaws of the West podcast, we're interviewing a former driver of Blacksmith in this design. If I tell you any more, I'll probably spoil who it is, but just stay tuned with that because this scheme is very basic. And uh, the first original Blacksmith was just a Black Willies with some decals. This one was the most basic. It was just a decal on the door that said Blacksmith. Um, yeah, from a, like a visual standpoint, obviously not the most appealing of the Blacksmith families, but man, this this really hit home for collectors. This was 100% a community truck. Uh, like, hey, you have this tool. You've done all the other schemes. Because guys, remember Whiplash didn't exist back then or the yeah. Black Captain's Curse. So, And they really did all the little bit dangerouses of that, that they could at the time. But this is like, hey, this was an easy layup. And it was just so easy. It was like, you just need a graphic and slap it. Uh, <laughs> and we knew that Blacksmith was coming. And then I think when people realized that it was this one, it was really a big deal. Um, yeah, it's it's not hard to screw up. I will say that the windshields is, is solid black yeah. on this truck. Um, I don't know why that is. Uh, it's not like the Wild Things windshield that's like a see-through black, but you I don't you cannot see through the windshield of this blacksmith. That's yeah. always something that's pretty sure to you. that was always a weird thing. But even with this really small, it's for an all-black truck. They they went in and painted the headlights and grill, so like they didn't have to do that. So, uh, yeah, this is the classics line is really community involvement. Uh, and they dropped the ball with it after this year, man. I mean, they had such a <laughs> such a palette of trucks they could have done forever and ever, and it does not exist in 2011. Then you see like some other cool old trucks in then and nows, but it's not yeah. this. And then the flashbacks come around. The flashbacks is just like this, mm. they, they missed it in so yeah. many ways. When you see the assortment of trucks that are in this classic line, it's like they 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 reach deep for some of these trucks. Like some of them are like ridiculous reaches that like yeah nobody like they can't even do today any of the companies. That's how far back they went with some of these. But this blacksmith is it's a simple one and it's it's a silent sleeper. Everybody loves it. Yeah, I, I'm mad I didn't bring it in here because I have my other favorite from this line uh, from this year uh, out in plain sight. I love the certain trucks, and this was one of them. I mean, I still remember Pablo beating Lyle and cartwheeling it into the dumpsters at World Finals 2 on pay-per-view, going crazy in my living room, and then to get it all these years later, man, it was so great finding this. Yeah, uh, classics are definitely um, one of the – highest held uh, Hot Wheels Monsters Jam series. Um, and this is also, like Phil mentioned, when they have to do a retro truck, they have to really go back. And for some of these that they did do at the time, if we try to do them now, it would pretty much be impossible. So when when I work and sit down and suggest trucks or lay out like a list of suggestions, I have to be mindful of things that have maybe expired or things that are just so far back that there really is no owner to contact to make the truck anymore. So uh, Blacksmith is not one of those. We can do Blacksmith anytime. Obviously, it's a um, Monster Jam owned trademark. But for some of these, you're going to see there's going to be issues that wouldn't be able to be done today. But it was awesome to have them at the time. And this was a great start for uh, the Classics line. Definitely a classic, obviously. So there's Blacksmith and also an awesome flag. I really also yeah, uh, I love the, the Blacksmith flag. flag. Uh, so this is also a year where we got a ton of stuff, but this is a year where we start another new series, which is 
still kind of continued uh, by spin a little bit um, until this year. Uh, this is, and there's two variations of this one. This is the World Finals Series. And of course, as we know, trucks, um, mostly independents, would have special paint schemes for World Finals events um, back then and still do now. Uh, mainly Avenger is the most notable one. Uh, Bounty Hunter will do it often. And then Destroyer, when it was running, did do this uh, awesome yellow scheme. And I, it was one of my favorites of the World Finals Series back then. So you can see. Destroyer changed, obviously, just to yellow. Um, I don't think there's many graphic changes, maybe a couple movements of sponsors and logo placement, but uh, there it is, the yellow Destroyer. Uh, just an awesome-looking truck. And like I said, that World Final Series, there's going to be a couple more that you see this year. Um, but I will let Phil talk about that yellow paint scheme. So uh, go to the variation one. Uh, so there's two variants oh, yeah. on this. It's uh, like the regular roll cage, and then the one, it's a. It's, it's listed on our site. It says no cage, but it's just a shorter cage. They use it for a lot of... Uh, the concept trucks uh, that have a lot of 3D parts. This is actually the version that came out first. Uh, that mm -hmm. regular cage version came out like at the end of 2010. It was that was always really weird. This and another truck we'll talk about in a second. The no cages came out first. Uh, like I said, the, the, the regular cage one came out like one of those later like mix R cases. Like it was like way late in the year. Uh, but I don't know why they did that. But besides the point, this was another a fan-inspired line. This one really wouldn't have had a lot of legs because back in 2010, there wasn't a lot of like world final specific paint schemes unless yeah. um, you just want to make a whole line for Avenger. Uh, and <laughs> exactly. I've never heard this question. Uh, actually, we'll talk about Avenger in a little bit, so I won't, or probably next episode, so I won't spoil it then. But uh, the, again, not a lot of material to go off of now, so this one wasn't going to last too long, but they – they, they did what they could with it, and this is a great example here with this yellow destroyer from World Final Six. Uh, Dan Evans is obviously running that crazy boat scheme at this time, but nice to get this destroyer. He had a couple of little destroyers around the day, like that inverse scheme that uh, went under the radar, didn't get too much love. But the yellow one was a solid choice. Again, another easy one to do. You have destroyer. Hey, Dan, we're changing it up. Let's do an old scheme, all in for it. And here it is in the first case. This was also him going backwards in a muddy World Finals in this one, right? Yeah. Oh. Yeah, World Finals 6, uh, 2005 is known. Going, going up over the big old box van in reverse. Crazy move. Yeah. Uh, great truck. Uh, great. I like I, this, this whole line, the World Finals and Classics, anything that goes back in time, I love that. So this one was great. The cage confused me back then, but uh, never got the right, correct one. Only have this one, but I'm not complaining. Yeah, I agree. Uh, so there it is, Destroyer from the World Final Series. Uh, and then we're going to hop into another uh, very uh, talked about truck that we've discussed many times before. This is the return of Medusa. Uh, so the last time we saw Medusa was 2005. Uh, it had that super rare variation with the uh, extended cab, which this truck still has to this day on this um, on this tooling. So this is the return. Um, as we also mentioned, Medusa, uh, I think we've talked about this. Uh, she doesn't ever have the same like thing with Hot Wheels ever, like repeat yeah. uh, over and over. Right. So it's a one-time deal each time. So she just makes her trucks rare and rare. And when they're rare variations, they're extremely rare. So it's really... Uh, headache for some collectors, but it's fun to have um, things to chase down. So here's the revamped Medusa scheme, very similar to the original um, that she ran with the white body back near the 2005 uh, timeline. 
Um, the way you can tell these two variations apart from 2005 to now is that they printed on the window. That's the main way you can tell. Uh, they also started printing on the A-frame, uh, so these areas here. But the original one is very similar to this. I think they might have added more stars, more stripes. Um, but yeah, you know, yeah, there's more stars. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a, it's more. You know, they added more to it to make it more exciting. Um, she is still well. She's a two-time champion here on the tailgate, and she's still appearing on her own truck. Um, I believe this is the last time we see her on her own truck uh, as the like the star on there. Um, I yeah. think it becomes the M in the next uh, revamp. So uh, there's that, and then there's that roof, and then I'll let Phil go ahead and talk about this one. Yeah, so, you know, Medusa comes back at the last minute, to, uh, right at the beginning of this kickoff, the 2009 season. Uh, you know, for any nerds out there, she's not even in the yearbook in 2009. So uh, they, they were able to refresh the screen for her, and, of course, easy layup. Yeah. Get her in the first case uh, for 2010. Great move. Uh, again, we've mentioned before, the same Medusa truck never comes out twice. We talk about that in length, I think, the first time Medusa comes out. So that's 2002. So you want to go back to the 2002 episode, we talk about that in full detail. Uh, so one shot to get this more updated red, white, and blue scheme for Medusa on this body. Uh, you don't, Yeah, that weird four-pack or whatever in 2005. Really, it's 2004, the last time you get an even chance to get this. So for a lot of new collectors, big moment, big opportunity to get Medusa here. Ah uh, man, I mean, for this is this is to a T. This is this is right on, spot on. Really, no complaints at all. This is this is a right truck across the board. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. So. I, mean, I had it. Uh, you refresh the carpet league. Uh, if you if you got the carpet league going in 09, she comes back. You're like, oh, I gotta pull my old Medusa out and throw it on the carpet. You got a new one. Yeah. Medusa, um, fan favorite for sure for many people still. Uh, and next up, another new face. So like we said, not many new uh, or not many old returning variations. So this is going to be a long talking podcast, which is fun in itself. So this is the start. Of course, Persona 199 is now out. This is the start of the Nitro Circus era. Um, famously coined the first backflip monster truck. Um, so here it is, or in competition. Here it is, the Nitro Circus. Uh, again, starting... Uh, with this paint scheme, and it never changes, I don't think, ever. So we just get this one kind of over and over. But it is fun. Um, I believe, if I'm not mistaken, this is Cam McQueen driving this at this point. I don't think... Um, uh, does Travis Pastrana ever drive this one, or is it 199? Freestyle one year, yeah. Okay. So Travis debuts for most of it. So he debuts the truck, and he closes out the truck. <laughs> okay. Okay, that makes sense. Uh, but yeah, I think, like I said, Cam McQueen is the... Um, a lifeline of this truck and he's often um kind of besides northern nightmare which is his new well until bro camino his new identity um nitro circus is really one that i always pinpoint when i hear cam mcqueen you can also see um this is again something that's going to change soon they're still using paint for the differences in like bed color so you can see that paint dripping there um kind of really bad um paint this is not one that should have left uh quality of the should have left the factory. It was um, low um, quality. Anyway, I can't the name. Um, but yeah, this is so you can still see the paint. That's my point here. But uh, this is not going to be happening um, in a year or so with the line. So we're going to say goodbye to these old tactics, um, these old expensive tactics, although they were nicer to see. Um, but with that said, Nitro Circus is one truck that I always have loved and I do miss it. Um, and obviously, there's a lot of history with Nitro Circus, the actual you know, production. So I'll let Phil handle that one. Yeah. So, uh, 
So Nitro Circus, okay, so it's kind of interesting about Nitro Circus of the toy. This is the only time the standard scheme comes out. Mm -hmm. So the next year we get in a Spectre Flame, and then it's it's that point doesn't even exist. So oh yeah, right? that's right. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Yeah. So that's a big deal. Um, Nitro Circus Man comes out World Finals ten. It's Pastrana one ninety nine in racing, and then Pastrana comes flying out with it in freestyle. And everybody knew it was happening because Travis was signing autographs that entire weekend, and the body was just sitting there. Uh, and fans knew it was coming because it was in the yearbook. And then he did the stunt with it on his Nitro Circus MTV show that aired way before, like the even season started. Uh, the actually the hood of the truck that he wrecked in his yard in Pastrana Land is still hanging in the roof of Pastrana Land because I know I've seen it. I've been in I've been to Pastrana Land and I've seen the hood, so I know it's there. Uh, yeah, Nitro Circus such a popular truck. I remember way back in that time frame, uh, everybody was making custom Nitro Circus trucks. Uh, about a week or so ago, I posted some old uh, rent, uh, renders, decals on the MTC Facebook group. Uh, and that's where I saw a bunch of the old custom Nitro Circus graphics that people made. So uh, that was really cool to see. Uh, this is a popular truck. It wasn't wasn't around too long. It wasn't long for this world. But this is a very one popular. And I'd imagine the value goes up on this because this is the only standard Nitro Circus. Uh, and it's I think it's still a popular truck. Travis Pastrana is still... A fan of Monster Jam, he's still kind of indirectly involved. Uh, he stay he stays around the circles, so uh, you know. I guess you can never say never, but Travis is the kind of guy. He does a lot of a lot of different things. Uh, oh, came out a four pack in twenty. Oh, I did not know that Levi. Well, nobody buys the four packs unless they're a new collector. So, <laughs> well, I'm in a package of fancy cloth flag. You got to get this one. And just yeah. to prove that I was in Pastrana Land, here's a picture of me in my hot dog outfit at Pastrana Land. Nice. Let's solo that. Come on, let me solo that. Full that. That's me. <laughs> That's me in Pastrana Land there. And, uh, I'm the Monster Truck Collecting Podcast. All right. Uh, that's me done bragging. RJ, what do you say? I say I still got the thing in the package somehow. I'm very impressed by that. Uh, was one of my favorite trucks. I love Travis Pastrana. Um Jealous that you got to see Pastrana Land, uh, but I, I love this truck, man. It was great to see this mi this mix. A is arguably like one of the hottest, best mixes to start the year. I'm Spin Master. I'm sure will entertain us eventually. But this this mix is just fire, and this truck is great. I love it. All right, RJ. There's somebody in the comments. You have some explaining to do. Oh and, god. Well, unfortunately, the person in the comments is not spelling it correctly, but. Are you or are you not related to Brandon no, Dero? I am not. My that's funny because uh, I wore my Letterman from high school to an Oklahoma City show he was at, and his dad uh, was like, "Turn around!" and I turned around, and my last name is D A R R O W, and his is D E R R O W, and he was like, "What the heck?" and we talked about all that. No, I'm not related. Wish I was, but uh, very, it was very cool in the pit party that year. Indirect family reunion. Yeah, it was great. <laughs> All right, awesome. And then uh, number seven of seventy-five is uh, repeat. I believe this is the exact same thing yeah. that we got last year. Uh, instigator. instigator. Yeah, you get a flag. That's about all you get from this one. Yeah, don't complain here. Once we get past ten here, we're gonna do a little bit of a yeah. of a of a brother check in here. So uh, you get another shot of Instigator here. 
Yeah, I just want to point out that again, it's running the gray rims, and the truck does have gray rims, so it's a cool. Probably one. see the Monster Truck Collectors logo on the real picture of Instigator. Uh, that was one of the many trucks back in the day that ran an original MTC decal. Never made it onto a toy. You weren't that cool, yeah. but a lot of trucks ran them back in the day, kids. <laughs> I believe this has also been seen before. I feel like I've seen this one. Uh, yeah, well, this is number yeah. eight. Your adrenaline now. I'll. You do your uh, old spiel there, and I'll we'll yeah. spiel and spiel and spiel. Well, the Melatrix spiel, it's the same uh, scheme that we saw last time. Again, that decal to paint thing is not going to be happening next in a year or so. Yeah. So that's um, um, white rims would have been cool to see here because the truck obviously yeah. is running white rims. Um, headlight printing also obviously prominent here. Would have been nice to have on here for a variation if Hot Wheels was doing those every single time. Uh, this is a cage variant. I'm sure that's what Phil wants to talk about maybe here. So this is the yeah. top no cage, and then we're going to hop into the no cage, which is not really the truth, but um, yeah, yeah, there it, it is. It looks, it looks so weird. It, was only, it only affected pure adrenaline and destroyer, so that was okay. always so weird. I mean, that was corrected by Mix B, and then they came back cases later and, and fixed these, so I don't know why they did it here. Uh, so yeah, you do see this truck in 2005, but here's the catch. Back then, pure adrenaline was spelt without an E at the end. This is the same exact scheme. Uh, actually, I think on the newer pickup style, I don't know if they did it on the this current one, but with an E at the end of adrenaline. So, uh, But that was a long time ago. 2005 is a long time, and that was a one-time truck, so this gives everybody another chance to get it. Uh, you get this a couple more times in different, but little different facets. So uh, this is a cool one to have. Uh, do have to correct somebody in the comments said Randy Brown should bring this back and let Joe Yuri take over the name. Uh, that's not going to happen. You should probably check social media a little. <laughs> it does, hey, to deflect from that, to deflect from that, me and Randy. Just, this ain't, this ain't hey, the love hey. connection, but just got to. Yeah, okay. Go ahead, to deflect from that, me and Randy are very. I mean, every time he came to Oklahoma City, he remembered me. And then I think when I saw him after seeing him one year, Showed him a picture of us. Anyways, we got talking. Uh, he still owns Pure Adrenaline name that he told me at least. So, you know, never say never. You know, I mean, he's not doing anything right now. Maybe. Maybe. I told him if he ever needed help bringing Pure Adrenaline back, give me a call. So, never know. Okay. Uh, a bunch of crosstalk there. So, there's Pure Adrenaline <laughs> uh, returning. Uh, so, number eight. And then... And, Oh, I can't wait for Phil to do the face here. So we have yeah, Donkey yeah. Kong back yeah. again. <laughs> this, this, time, this time we got those. Yeah, there we go. Let's solo Phil. No, Phil, go back. Do it again. One more time. There we go. Let's solo Phil. There we go. Okay. So, yeah, pretty much a, a spot on impersonation. So uh, we talked about this uh, an episode before, was it 2009 or 2008? Some time ago. We talked about it. I think it was 2008 that we saw this for the first time. And I brought up a picture of Donkey Kong. It was terrifying. Um, it's just as terrifying in toy form. Uh, the only difference is from the real truck, the real truck's frowning with those big eyes. So it's even more terrifying. But the toy got him. Um, obviously used at pit party displays with just fear striking hearts of everyone. Um, so they did add him to the windshield. Um, <laughs> the thing about the uh, Donkey Kong is that the windshield is not a plastic insert. It's just a black paint over the metal body. So um, they printed on it. Uh, with a decal. Uh, we have seen them print on windshields before, and we have seen them do it recently as well, but uh, very um, scarcely. So I'm not sure if, uh, like what I'm trying to say is I'm not sure if this was, if it was going to be plastic as a windshield, I don't know if they would have done the eyeballs. 
Um, but they did because it was metal. So there it is. The updated Donkey Kong is about all that you're going to get from this update. Um, I can't recall if the cage it is actually because the back's closed. So they did the do the. Oh, yeah, that's um, a great example of the cage that they use yeah. for destroying and pure adrenaline for some reason because yeah. it's exactly what Donkey Kong has used since beginning and end of time. Yeah, I'm not quite sure why they had to sculpt it this way. They could have made it look better with the roll cage going. It was in, that but... late sculpt. Remember the. Oh yeah, that's right. That's right. That's right. Yeah, they were wrestling. Falling off old design. So. <laughs> Okay, Man, so quick uh, sidebar. Somebody says there's a color shifter nitro circus. No, there is not. There is a deluxe jumper. Yep. Uh, and I think like one of those weird, uh, for sure, deluxe jumper. But yeah. anywho, I have them. So yeah. Yeah. And actually, we're going to talk about jumpers here in a couple trucks. But um, uh, so yeah, this Donkey Kong, people bought it because of the eyes. Unfortunately, the real truck does not have eyes at this time. It had eyes that first year for a cup of, co cup of coffee in 2008. <laughs> 2010, I mean, Craig Christensen's driving the truck. It's on its last legs. It does not run after 2010. So, ah, little, too little too late, but it's cool to have. Uh, and maybe the eyes aren't 100% accurate because those eyes that Donkey Kong had were just kind of like yeah, <laughs> dilated bug eyes. Instead, these ones are like full-on eyes. Like, it's a little eh, – maybe the eye ratio ain't right, but uh, – yeah. <laughs> Hey, it's cool one to have, and every, I'm sure everyone picked it up. Just have a quick, just, quick little update. Yeah, let me just grab something. I just want to show real quick um, the difference. Let me try to find what I was trying to find here. Give me one moment. Um, the eyeballs, like he said, are not very to scale. Um, well, no one's complaining. We're complaining now, but guys, 2010 was like so magical. Yeah. No, I just want to show the difference. Let's it was like going through your senior prom. <laughs> There's the, let's pull this up. Yeah, these are more friendly eyes. These ones are just like centered. They're just, yeah, that one's just like, I'm a monkey. And this one's yeah. like, I'm a friendly monkey. <laughs> yeah, <that's, laughs> look at that frown. It always gets me the frown of the truck. Like he was uh, like, yeah, he's so not that's... happy to be there. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <he's, laughs> so I, there it is. I need, yeah, he... I need to be go collecting bananas in the forest, not, yeah. you know, rolling over with I don't go ahead. Go ahead, RJ. Right, talking about animal trucks. Next up is Monster Dalmatian, yeah, another truck we've already seen before. Um, like I mentioned, as time goes on, it's building its name and becoming a favorite of the Monster Jam fleet uh, over its brother truck, the normal Monster Mutt. And uh, next year, is it next year that we receive the next Monster Mutt? Uh, uh, yes, but uh, we'll talk yeah. yeah, so, we'll talk about uh, that one. Quick pause uh, here. So RJ is readjusting himself. Um, <laughs> so, uh, yeah. so ten trucks into the year. There's, uh, you know, the first case has ten trucks to start off the year, like brand new for the year. Only two of them are re-releases, which are the Instigator and the and the uh, Monster Mutt Dalmatian. Two thousand and nine. Let's play Spade to Spear. Two thousand nine. Out of the first case, there's only one new truck, and it's a Ninja Turtle Spectre Flame. In 2008, there's only one new truck, and it's Captain's Curse. So, first case of the year, eight new trucks. That's insane. I mean, you don't get a ratio like that ever again, except for when the Hot Wheels Monster Trucks comes out for the first time and when the Spin Master Monster Jam Trucks come out for the first time. And that's only because it's the first year of a new line. That's yep. the only reason you get new stuff. Because this is insane. Like eight mm -hmm. trucks to start off the year that you, you have to buy. Bravo. Yeah. Yeah. 
So you were saving your money all of 2009. Now it's gone. So yeah, here it comes. And this is the first case, kids. I mean, <laughs> it gets it gets crazier. It gets yeah. crazy. It's also nice the flag, like Phil mentioned before, many times the flag was at World Finals, so it's a really cool, accurate flag um, to have. So there it is, yeah. Monster Month Dalmatian. Nothing new to talk about though, so we'll just keep going. This one's awesome. I always love the Spectre Flame, um, although it looks a little weird, the yellow. Um, here's Wrecking Crew. So Wrecking Crew debuted two years ago. Uh, in the line, and now it's here again with that same Hot Wheels um, designed paint or decal scheme, or what you want to call it. The paint scheme, however, is this like um, interesting yellow color. I don't know even what to call it. Um, with this, it's funny because uh, it's almost green here. But uh, we talk about yellow paint, and um, um, we'll talk about it in the future in the Spin Master episode. But recently, we had an independent pack canceled because the paint color wasn't to the liking of both trucks in that pack. It was higher education versus Brodo's or Reveal the Seal, uh, which is a color shifts paint color. Um, it wasn't this color, but it was another odd color of yellow. When you get into these weird colors of yellow, obviously it mimics something that isn't really pleasant. So uh, I'm very surprised that uh, they ran with yellow spectral flames just because of, well, at least this shade of yellow, it just is kind of odd. Um, however, with that said, I, it's not, like, I don't hate this truck. I love this one. It's my favorite, one of my favorite Spectre Flames, but uh, it is an odd color yellow. I feel like maybe a burnt yellow would have looked a little better than this kind of, um, not going to describe it yellow, but uh, there's Spectre Flame. If you curl it, feel take You it know out. what it looks like, but uh, <laughs> God, yeah, guys, this is exactly why yellow truck anything that's not standard yellow doesn't come out right. No. Uh, <laughs> People don't. People like it because it's like this is what Spectre Flames are about. It's making the thing look different, and, di and this is really different. All right. I mean, this this is by no means anybody's favorite Wrecking Crew, but our, unless RJ is this your favorite, it's mine. I love this one. I mean, yes, Here's boy. I don't know about the favorite, but it's like the second favorite. It's better than the re-releases, the original, and then this one. I liked it. I didn't hate it. I mean, yeah, you know, there, and there's so many callbacks here to what the, uh, Titan runs the scheme at World. And uh, the what uh, we're final 16, I think, in 2015. Yeah. With that, looks very this is the guys, this is exactly it. And I think Hollywood does make that scheme, it's like the same hue of yellow. So, this, yeah. I mean, that's that, but that's just what happens with the yellows. They're, yeah, you're gonna get that spectra flame look, but is it really the color that you want? No, I want to <laughs> interject here. I, I want to show you guys what a normal Hot Wheels spectra flame yellow would look like, and this is why I'm kind of like, why would okay. they go with this? This is what a normal it's like a gold, it's like a yeah. Fool's gold color, and I think that would have looked awesome with Wrecking Crew. Like that's a true Spectre Flame yellow. They went with an odd one, uh, maybe just because they they were just trying to prove things. They have a huge line to work on this year. Things go quick sometimes, so maybe that's yeah, why. But this is what a normal. Like, yeah, a lot of like because remember we talked about with the Spectre Flames. You know, you don't want to make it so the the car collector thinks it's yeah. a it's a chase and they're hoarding it. So if they make yeah, yeah. It's Spectre Flame, if you make this yellow look more disgusting it the regular car person will think it's something they need to hoard i don't know that's tinfoil hat stuff so but again we're complaining nobody was complaining in 2010 no Anything i loved it. it i was like heck yeah <laughs> all right i just want to wish our friend cole who has an essay due yeah, in two so hours to try to stop in the best of luck so good luck cole good luck here. Cole, send us uh, send me your essay when it's done i want to read it i don't but good luck man yeah, here, here. I'm that serious. Here Another mud trucks, and this one, um, maybe that's graphics as well. Again, we're gonna see some with actual mud. I think this is a graphics printed mud though. But this is maximum destruction, uh, yet again in the uh, old tool. This is 
Is it this year that it comes to an end, or it's next year that it comes to an this end? Is so it. This is it. This is it. This is the apex of Maximum Destruction's round body until 2017, um, which will get an unpleasant return. But uh, this is Maximum Destruction mud treads. Very heavy mud decals here. Uh, so it was very cool to see it. There's the tires. Uh, they got in some of the back here. Um, not on the front grill because, again, this is decals. So they're not printing. They're not going to just go print um, as Mattel doesn't do many times on the front. Uh, but they did get on the roof a little bit. Um, I just feel like when they did the decal prints, they didn't quite do it right. Like, it'll be on this, but it won't be on the fire because they're separate pieces. So, you know, it's an early age. They're testing it out. Um, they're not using paint yet. But uh, the one thing is they did finally – oh, no, never mind. This is three-time champion. They haven't yeah. updated it yet. Yeah, uh, so, still working on it. They also are using the red monster or maximum destruction logo here. It looks like the yellow one, but it's the red one from a year back and a couple years back for the foreseeable future back then was red. Um, but the coolest part about this is actually my favorite part, which is the flag. Um, it's the true maximum destruction flag. So um, when I used to display them, that was one of my favorites. I just love maximum destruction paint scheme of that time period. Um, and yeah, so there's. Maximum Destruction Mud Treads, uh, or Mud Trucks, sorry. I can call them Mud Treads, a modern name. But um, if Phil has anything to say, or RJ, not much to say here, but go ahead. Uh, yeah, so uh, and a quick random sidebar. I just noticed you're using the like the red Max D logo on this package. Yeah. That's kind of weird. But, uh, folks, this is it for the, uh, the goofy rendered Maximum Destruction body. Yeah, it, 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 Basically, this disappears. I mean, it does sneak in for a cameo, but disappears, and uh, everybody got a good teaser on what was to come. Because so, uh, to, uh, 2010, uh, Hot Wheels came out with a new se uh, segment of 164. It was like a you know, like a whole separate truck deal uh, called Deluxe Jumpers. Uh, they were like a uh... man. Don't make me laugh. Okay, uh, a jump jumper trucks. Like you, you you press down on it, and then it pops up. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it's like a whole separate deal, and I'm talking about it now because there was one deluxe jumper everybody bought, and it was Maximum Destruction yeah. because it was on the accurate new body. Now, unfortunately, the tooling it uh, so uh, unfortunately the tooling does not come into play until 2011 for the 164. Uh, I think the 124. Actually, I'll, I'll sidebar there in a second. Um, so. Uh, everybody got a teaser what that tool looks like. Everybody's going crazy. A lot of people bought the deluxe jumpers just to yeah. drop off the body and put it on a 164 just so they had an accurate <laughs> maximum destruction just one year ahead of the, everyone. But also, quick sidebar, talk about the 2010 line uh, and 124s. Uh, the, uh, 124 line 2010 gets a massive, massive uh, revamp. Uh, right, yeah, 20, yeah, 2010. So uh, the 124s used to be like this plastic all, you know, Plastic with springs and real more playable. Well, they've changed the uh, the one twenty fours to more of like the one sixty fours die cast based. Uh, still playable, but maybe not as durable as some of the previous one twenty fours. They get a massive revamp here, and it's still the one twenty four format that Hot Wheels uses today. So uh, that comes in in twenty ten, and just a quick sidebar there. Uh, we'll talk about actually, I think in a second. Another uh, 124. Go ahead. Yeah, you can go to the next one. Go to the next Actually, one. Actually, one more thing I want to mention. This is something you okay. very rarely see, and they do eventually start correcting it. Um, the Monster yeah. logo gets a little covered here, which is a big no-no uh, for marketing. So um, this is a rare, rare instance where you actually see that happen. So uh, there's a little catch there. So you will see that corrected in future editions. They will make sure to print the Monster logo over anything that's covering it. Um, now we're back on to the classics. So here is another classic for sure. 
the Cyclops. And we did actually see in uh, Spin Master's first year, Cyclops return in um, the 3D eyeball form thing. Um, but this was the original body here. So Cyclops was definitely a shocker uh, for many collectors, I'm sure, to see it come out. Um, it's also very unique because it's not any decal base. It's actually all paint. So all of these lines are actually stenciled. And um, this is all different paint colors, which is... Um, so now when I look back at it, when uh, we'll talk about this in the future, I'm sure the split paint job Avenger from uh, World Finals, whatever, if I can't remember, um, Hot Wheels always claimed it was too difficult to do two paint colors, but this truck's literally three paint colors. Um, and that's kind of an odd thing. They just didn't want to do it, just like how they didn't want to retool yeah. Team Mints. Yeah, I think they just didn't want to do it. But um, this is a very rare instance of seeing something like this. And this technically is like a triple paint color so or triple split paint jobs so it's really cool to see this stenciled off it, it, it's pretty obvious that they could have done that now um but yeah this is awesome you can also see where the stencil didn't really align you see the blue paint underneath the blues the base and then, they put the white and then the red but um yeah really really cool to see this happening um but the history of cyclops obviously will be given to you by phil which i'll turn it over to him now man guys this was um this might have been the most shocking truck to get in 2010 Cyclops isn't even running at this time. It's nowhere near Monster Jam at this time. It's like Terry Woodcock is out of the sport at this time. Like this is, this is like leaps and bounds. Somebody like to get Terry. Now Terry's easy to get a hold of, and uh, Terry's a great guy. Another plug to the Outlaws of the West podcast. We interview Terry a lot on there. Uh, this this really was a, a massive shocker truck to get. Uh, I think people thought it was a typo. Did it mean cyborg? Like, what? Well, well, I don't cyclops. Like, is it an original? No, it's the legit uh, Terry Wilcox cyclops from the early two thousands, and we get it here in toy form. Uh, you don't get it again from Hot Wheels. Spin Master gets the more modern cyclops. Uh, we'll talk about other cyclopses in man, like twenty twelve. I'll, I'll call back to it at some point, but. This was again. This just shocked everyone when this thing came out. It was like they're they're in it to win it. And this is what I mean with the classic line that they. It's not like oh classics because we have Avenger, we can make every Avenger scheme. Or since we have King Crunch, we'll make every King Crunch scheme. Like no, they're like classics. We're gonna call a guy you haven't seen in like seven years. Like that's <laughs> insane. I loved it. Yeah. I mean, every classic truck is a win. I'm a classic guy. This thing, as soon as I saw it, I pictured him rolling it over in Crash Madness 2 or 1 or 3, one of those early ones that I had on VHS or DVD, both I have. But anyways, I man, this was great to see. Great to see. Love it. And I love when Spin Master brought it back. Yes. Um, so actually, Dylan mentioned it. I forgot. I forget often because I see this truck all the time. Uh, the real truck actually did still have that 3D eyeball that comes in and out of the hood. Yeah. With yeah. this scheme, yeah. obviously yeah. Mattel's not going to retool their Chevy casting. Yeah. Uh, but when Spin Master obviously did theirs, and we'll talk about it in the future, uh, they did do that 3D eyeball on the new body. But this one did have that eyeball feature. It was good enough for the time, and it still is good enough as a Cyclops. So it's very awesome to have that. Um, so there it is, Cyclops. And um, then we have another returning casting or face, if you want to call it that. Uh, the new Hot Wheels original series is debuting here, and it's returning with this bus casting that we last saw um, maybe 2005 with Surf Monster. So Driving School is the official uh, repilot, and I think it's actually the last time we're going to see this casting. Uh, it's going to happen again next year, but same truck. Um, Driving School is repiloting that casting, and um, 
so you can see it's a really awesome scheme. Um, I've always loved this casting of all the castings of the originals. I've always loved the bus. Um, so you can see some awesome little uh, Easter eggs here. Hot Wheels is obviously based in California, just up the street from me in El Segundo. Uh, so it has a California plate. It says, watch out. That's a really cool thing too. Uh, caution, student drivers, obviously a play on uh, people learning to get their license, which they're not often uh, trained enough behind the wheels. So uh, that's cool. And then playing off the fact that it's a bus, so student drivers, it's yeah. just really cool. Um, they also changed um, school to be spelled with a K. So it's just, it's, it's a great truck. I mean, they really did a great job with this. It's really Hot Wheels E, if you want to call it that. Um, so you can see there's a very basic scheme, but it's very effective. Um, and you're going to see next year, I believe, a variation of it, or maybe a year or so from now uh, with some grill and headlight printing. But that's about all we're going to see from driving school. But I just love it. It's just such an awesome truck. So, Phil, if you want to go ahead. I wasn't, I wasn't aware of that variation. That's pretty interesting. But, uh, but uh, man, okay, so the Hot Wheels rentals come back here. Okay, this wasn't community involvement. It was kind of like Hot Wheels. Like, okay, we're going to give you everything you want, but we want to throw a couple in too. And it was 100% welcome. Go back to our creepy 2005 episode <laughs> where they littered the whole year with their originals, it was like just overbearing. <laughs> this, you get a nice selection. And again, it was so many years since where, yeah, we do want to see a couple of these funky tools and get them back in motion again. The problem is after 2010, they, they, they very seldom, they re-release some of them or they only do like one. <laughs> so it's kind of weird. But guys, uh, School Bus is so iconic. Uh, this is a whole year before Higher Education debuts as a real truck, and obviously a couple of years before the toy comes out. So uh, Big School Bus still identifies with every child anywhere, even kids that are homeschool. They identify with the School Bus, and of course you're gonna get one here. And it's 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 guy, yeah, it's a School Bus. It's awesome. Yeah. I liked it. I liked seeing this series. Uh... It's weird because I used to argue like, man, then Hot Wheels with their new line need to bring back some of these. But then again, I think about it. I guess their whole line is a Hot Wheels original now. <laughs> so well, you yeah. use this body. Like, I don't know. Yeah, what's that's, going on. that's what I want to see, though. I want to see some of these old molds, some of these old names, if they can't because of Feld, whatever. Oh. I don't see why. Well, they, they do use that new, the two schooled body, right? That's yeah, yeah. using. Yeah. yeah. But I still like this more. I know this one's a lot cooler, but I think it's probably because it's more so associated with the Monster Bus and Surf Monster. So, oh yeah, and yeah, we already know about all that fun stuff that happened. So yeah, uh, people were asking what it reads on the top there. It <laughs> says teaching kids to uh, crash and smash with care. So that's what it says up there on the fine print. Yeah, that um, one, tell you that, but all right. Oh, sorry, Phil. I already saw that comment. Sorry, looking up like pictures with better reference image. Uh, oh, so yeah, no, Dragon okay. Dragon. I'm just saying, don't don't. Uh, don't pollute the youth of, uh, <laughs> of our listeners. Uh, so there is uh, Driving School. Again, we'll see it uh, 2012 because it'll have the bad graphics um, with the new uh, updates in the front. Or 11, or 11, whatever. I, I believe. Yes, I think it's 2012 that we'll see it again. So there's that. It's a new card of Driving School, but whatever. Multi pack. Uh, now, oh. next up is. Airborne Ranger, uh, we've seen this for years now, but this one's finally an actual scheme, like the, the truck's running because the yeah. other one we're using is not uh, a real scheme. Uh, funny thing is, and I know Phil probably is going to mention it, I'll mention it, and then I'll let him talk about it. Uh, the 124 scale gets some love. Um, yeah. I guess that new tooling, uh, Dylan actually just discovered that a couple days ago and messaged me and was like, this exists? I'm like, yeah, sadly, we never got one. Oh, yeah. 
Uh, but this, you can't really see it, but it's not that. It's it's if like I a whole... It's a front clip. Yeah, it's like a whole different yeah. style yeah. truck. I'll um, grab a picture of the 124. I'll let Phil pivot onto this scheme and talk about it, and I'll grab that picture. So go ahead, Phil. Well, we have it on our website. So uh, remember, we are, oh, yeah. are, just, are yeah, hidden 124s. So, yeah, Airborne yeah. Ranger is an accurate scheme. It's a, it's, a, the, it's the fresh scheme. I got to say, yeah, huge shout out. There's so many of those little sponsors on there. It's like all sorts of guys. Like I think there's like Come a on, load, grill on there. There's all sorts of local sponsors on this truck. So all sorts of contracts had to be signed to get every single one of those little sponsors. And they're all on here. Uh, everybody was pretty pumped for this, uh, especially knowing because we've had Airborne Ranger for so many years that uh, we get uh, just a, a refresh of the scheme. Now, again, they're not going to make a new tool for this Airborne Ranger 164, but since the 124 line was getting a complete makeover, perfect excuse to make a 124 Airborne Ranger with an accurate body. And uh, once Ryan's uh, dial-up gets going here, that's why, I don't, that's why I don't screen share anymore. Um, I'm we'll not I'm in the middle of nowhere, so it's not like I can either. So, yeah. RJ, what do you think about Airborne Ranger? I like the – when I got the 124, I was like, wow, Mattel. But I liked it. I The 164 you had first, so I wasn't – I was like, oh, cool. New scheme. Yeah, new scheme. And then when you get the 124, you're kind of like, oh, man, y'all should have done that. Well, we've lost Ryan in the pursuit of – Oh, no. Just of Wi-Fi issues. Hello, I'm back. Hello. Um, Do we have Airborne? Uh, there we go. I was trying to grab before. Oh my gosh, everything all messed up here too. I was trying to grab this. This is what I was looking for. I was like the 124. Load little sponsors and like the scriptures on the back of the truck in so much better detail. Yeah. Come on. Man, look at that. There we go. I just want to show the first option. Yeah. Uh, there we go. Okay, so there's Airborne Ranger. Um, my Wi-Fi still might be a bit choppy, so if you can't hear me, I'll let Phil talk. So there's a tailgate, Phil, if you want to talk about that. Yeah, like I was just saying, the details you can see on the 124. Like I said, all those little sponsors, you can really read them on the 124 pretty good and read all the messages here. Uh, quick little things, like this was an all-brown uh, truck, and then the 164 was an all-black truck, so that's why some of the Tampa – like the, I look at the tailgate on the 164 – it's it's all black with the with the printing and this one's yeah. all brown. So, but this was really cool body to see. Of course, you, you know you're not gonna get a 164, but yeah, if you're if you're looking at excuse to buy a 124 in 2010, oh, yeah. this, this one was a good one. Ninja Turtle got really rare, but <laughs> this one this one you got you had to buy because it was just so cool. I agree. Yeah. All right. Yeah. So there uh, it is. In 124. We obviously don't talk about those, but um. Well, That's yeah, only where they fit in, so that that one's necessary. I don't think we're gonna probably segue to anyone anymore later this episode. Yeah, Western Renegade gets a little weird. Wow. Yeah, well, that's. I just, uh, I just found funny. that SUV under my bed cleaning the other day, and I was like, "Wow, <laughs> that yeah. one's psychotic." We'll talk about that when we get there. So, yeah. uh, uh, but then one last look. There's that tailgate in black, like you mentioned, um, the black front. And the rest of the trucks. So yeah, the, unfortunately, 164 still got completely robbed of a really cool looking casting. 124 still got a lot of love. Um, 124 scale also gets love with the Avenger casting. They do update that and oh, give it a full grill in the second window. Um, however, we never do uh, receive an, an actually accurate 164 scale Avenger. So this is a kind of an instance that keeps happening. Um, and then we'll actually see it in reverse where, like, rest, like I just mentioned, Western Renegade does not receive a Hummer tool in 124. It receives 
uh, an SUV release, which is really strange. And then the 64 yeah, obviously has 2012, I think. Yeah, yeah we'll come up on it. Yeah. Ah. Um, now we're going to talk about something that's that's just the conflict of the night. Um, and Phil has Whoa! a story We're going to hop into utter madness. Um, I actually remember finding both of these variations at um, at Toys R Us. Of course, of all the places where my stories are at Toys R Us. Um, my dad and I were hunting, and I picked up the utter madness with the big cow. And he goes, "But look, there's one with a small cow." And I go, can we get both? He thought about it for a second. He goes, okay, I guess we can get both. So I got both that tape. But um, there's a lot of debate over which one's rare. And in my personal experience, the big cow is rare. And Phil will tell you in a minute why that could be. Um, but here's Utter Madness. I want to mention that this is the first time we're seeing this new casting here. This is an all too familiar casting with Hot Wheels, especially nowadays. Um, the Dairy Delivery Body, which, of course, in Monster Jam days was scarce. And now it is most certainly not. So uh, <laughs> um, this classic casting. It's still an awesome casting. They have a plenty of printing room, but I mean, it is, it is used in every single series they can possibly get it into nowadays. And uh, uh, yeah, I got them from Brian uh, Spaulding, but uh, I'll get them on the website soon. But anyway, yeah, this, this casting's uh, it's going to be around for a while. It's also, um, Hobbos does not do this now, but they did do, um, you know, the I whole did. detail here. So Wait, was that the, uh, was that the, was that the Walmart snow trucks? I had some of those, Ryan. You could have got, I mean. Oh, I didn't know that. That's all right. Uh, Brian was nice on the sentiment. But um, before I wrap it up to give it to Phil, I just want to point out a couple things. You're going to see the flames change also. Um, maybe no one ever noticed that, but I, I did when I was comparing them back then in 2010. Um, the yellow windshield is also hard to see, but there's a yellow windshield in there. It's really cool. Um, but besides that, we're about to see a huge graphic change. This cow is not going to be this prominent. Uh, mm -hmm. On our second variation, which is also number 16, the small cow. And this is the more uh, prevalent variation here with the bigger logo and the flames change uh, to be more defined. Um, so, Phil, tell us why a cow made such a big headline back in 2010. I don't know if we actually know why the cows change. Okay. Well, so, all right. The, the theory. Yeah, Hot Wheels knew from the get-go. That's something they told the community, saying, hey, first cow that's coming out in Mix C, it's going to have a big cow. And then by Mix F, you're going to get the small cow. There was something with a copyright, I think, with that with the big cow. And I don't know how, like, you think it's a Hot Wheels design, but there was something with the design of the big cow where they had to change it. Uh, so Mix C, uh, you know, and actually a couple of trucks, I'm going to talk about a Mix story, which is pretty wild, but... uh. Mix C gets the, the big cow. Mix F gets the small cow. Then uh, I think this comes out one or two more. The small cow comes out one or two more times throughout the rest of the year as a, as a rerun. So to answer your question, what is the more rarer? It is the big cow because it only appeared in one case compared to the uh, small cow that appeared in two or three. Uh, but, yeah, this is a welcomed original. Uh, I know we see it a lot now, but it's the reason why these big trucks, it's like the SUVs, uh, whenever there's a sponsored truck, more often than not, it's an SUV because it has bigger real estate to promote the branding. So that's why a lot of times, that's why in the, the Hot Wheels cars, they do so many special stuff with their delivery because you have so much more room to work with. So that's why almost every uh, special Hot Wheels monster truck series now gets a a, uh, a their delivery because it's it's ultimate branding for whatever whatever that line is. So Utter Madness is the first of many. Yeah. I uh, I live around a lot of uh, – there used to be a dairy cow uh, farm to the north of me. Uh, I have normal cattle to the left of me. So I, I had a cat named Moo, 
So like this truck was great. I, uh, my mom had a bunch of like cow stuff for the kitchen. So this, I like this truck. I have both variations and I'm glad I did. I didn't mind this one. Moo. Moo. Yeah. Always one of my favorite originals for sure. Um, I wish that Hot Wheels would have brought it back. I think they're again, moving away from these original concepts with Monster Jam just because they don't want to interfere with overlapping. Um, but dairy deliveries casting, it does return. Thankfully. Um, Unfortunately, we never did see that Covert Crasher um, chill-out SWAT casting come back yet. Um, yeah. But we did see something very similar to it just recently, actually, a couple days ago. Um, our friend uh, David in Germany found the new Monster Proportions food truck, which is really cool. But yeah. Yeah. Like that's, um, I like the door opening. That's very cool. Yeah. Can I just no, say, I David, really I'm sure cool. David listens, man. I love that little hot that Hot Wheels song he tags all his stuff in. It's like yeah. some... Euro techno thing. I'm like, I already know what the post is. But I just want to listen to the song. So, <laughs> and if he listens, uh, he's he he keeps me up to date with all the new Hot Wheels stuff, and I greatly appreciate that. All right, here we yeah. at here. He is gonna actually feels funny. He mentioned he was he was gonna listen tomorrow because late too too late in Germany right now. So he'll he'll hear that. Um, oh, yeah, he, he keeps yeah. me up to date. That's how I keep the Brinesy Patton website running with updates. I mean, it says, it says truck you, know, you know how to do that stuff? Okay, we'll, we'll dock and post. Anyway, yeah, okay. Spectre Flames, uh, returning again with uh, El Matador. So this is a pretty noticeable change. It's like a, uh, I don't even know oh, how to describe it. Oh, this isn't listed as a Spectre Flame on the website. Oopsies. Oh, that's weird. Uh, but it is a Spectre Flame. Uh, it's got a interesting, it's not orange, but it's not red. It's like in some weird land, but it's really cool. It's definitely yeah, so the Cell Matador Spectre Flame is really weird where it's like you saw the El Toro Loco that came out the previous two years where that El Toro was red and then like that's like a yeah. like a very vibrant red on right that back. El Toro Loco. This I, really I, isn't. I, so Ben's voice there, Phil. Yeah. <laughs> but I like uh my red paint. Ah, let's paint it red. All right. So uh <laughs> Yeah, so actually, I kind of like this El Matador. It looks very close to like the regular one that kind of comes out, but I think this is a, a very fun Spectre Flame. Yeah, this one replaced the regular version in the Carpet League for me and the Outdoor League for me. I don't know what would you call outdoor shows like non-carpet show, or whatever. Anyways, I never this, took my toys outside, RJ. Well, I bought doubles for a reason. Dang it! I was <laughs> rich boy. <laughs> <laughs> no, only child, only child. <laughs> Anyway, uh, yeah. So uh, okay, Ryan pops back in. I'm back. Um, yeah, pretty much done talking about El Matador. Uh, if I could, okay. I'll sidebar this now because I realized the cases get kind of weird um, yeah. with the numbering. So, oh, like, this, actually, like full disclosure, uh, this this case has got some heat in it, though. This case, yeah, all these cases are good, but uh, just quick sidebar. So, like, number fifty-two, which we'll talk about the next episode comes out in like the e case so that they all the numbers got crossed and uh one truck we'll talk about tonight is part of the reason why but um i should have got so, a subscriber. that's a good one too go ahead so here's collector madness everybody's so excited about this line imagine the uh mass confusion when mix c d and e all come out at the same time oh my god here's what happened here so c comes out <laughs> and it's mostly found on the east coast Everyone's like, like, and remember back in distribution was a lot better back then, folks. Yeah. Uh, where it was like, I found it and it was like, I see it on the internet and it's in the store within a week. So everybody's finding it. Then everyone's like, what's going on? And then like, right when C was popping up, people on the East Coast or a West Coast were like, 
Well, I went to my store to find the C case, and I and found the D case. <laughs> and they're like, wait, what? So everybody was like, what happened? Like, now everyone's, like, all confused. And then and then some people were going in there were like, hey, so I found Mix C in my store. But now I also found Mix E with it. Everyone was like, what is happening? <laughs> so uh, it, I remember I had one collecting day. Finally, they got it resolved, but it was like a two-week span. All these cases all were all over the place. It was yeah. like they were, it's like they were region specific for like a week, and then they were all in the same place at the same time. Uh, there was one collecting day. I kid you not. We drove to Target and we bought Mix E, and then we went to uh, a Walmart and there was D, and then uh, Toys R Us had D and E, and then up and remember old Toys R Us had those old cu cubby holes on the yeah. top toward stock. There was Mix C. Yeah. So I spent so much money in one one collecting day. Three that, cases. Guys, remember 2010 had so many new trucks. So it's like you weren't just buying like one yeah. truck. You bought the whole case. Yep. So like all of a sudden, in a two-week span, you just bought like 20 trucks in one day. It was insane. And so yeah. I always got a kick out of that. If anyone remembers that crazy distribution stuff like I do, that was yeah. – everyone was like – why are they region specific? And then it was like, why are they all here? Then like Mix F came out like only a couple weeks right after that. So it was like, there's so many trucks. <laughs> yeah, I, I have good stories from that too. Because I remember uh, you walking into Walmart of uh, Lawton and seeing the same truck that's in this mix that's Gravedigger that wasn't normal for us to see. And I was like, okay, well, we got to go check Target. We got to check the other Walmart across town. And sure enough, I found just like that, all different mixes in one day. Man, it was oh, such a great feeling. Yeah, it was insane. Just a sidebar there because like I said, the I was trying to figure out where I want to tell that story. Then I realized the numbers get really wacky with some of the case assortments. So we can go to the next truck, Ryan. Yeah. Okay. Um, I just saw a comment that uh, reminded me that I want to show something in the podcast. So let me try to find something real quick. Um, okay. Someone just mentioned that the drag bus from Hot Wheels uh, 2021 has this new series called Paint Crush. And I actually think it's Spectra Flame. Uh, uh, if I can find a photo, so give me one moment. Since we're talking about spectrum, I figured it's sidebar oh, too. Oh, that new, uh, the new drag bus from Hot Wheels Monster Trucks. Yeah, it's the next oh. edition of it, and it's it. I swear, it looks like a spectrum flame to me. So I just want to confirm that if I can find out yeah. how to do it on my. Uh, okay, I'm here for where it. Are you? About time I started using some old ways. I think it is. So let me just like uh, search this one more time. Uh, it was sold by Granite Toys, so it shouldn't be that hard to find. There it is. Um, so this. If I can grab the link and bring oh, it in. This is called Paint Crush, and that appears to me to be Spectra Flame Paint. Ah, oh, man. Uh, it would be a dead giveaway, but it looks kind of close. How many? That, that, that looks like it, it looks like it to me. The way I mean, it's the only photo we have, unfortunately, yeah. but that can appears you, to be Spectra Flame. Can you give me the logo tab again? Oh, heck yeah. Okay. Yeah, I think that might be it. They just don't want to call it Spectre Flame to make collectors go crazy, but I, I mm -hmm. certainly believe that that, I mean, the candy color over the Zaymac, yes. yeah, that looks like Spectre Flame to me. So we might, as we were wishing, we, we were wishing Finally, for you're talking about them needing to do old things. Yeah. <laughs> we were just talking about this last episode. They got to do Spectre Flame again, and here it is. So there's going to be five, apparently, of this paint crush, and yeah, that... I'm curious what the others look like to really kind of determine Yeah. It. But this so. one definitely looks like it's starting off. So anyway, Spectra Flame yeah. sidebar in modern day times. Number 18 is that oh, same yeah. uh, new uh, Super Duty casting for Blue Thunder, which we saw debut last um, year episode, whatever you want to call it, 
with also that rare World Finals 10, which we'll talk about in next episode, World Finals 11, but they're still having that casting used. Um, this is also a decal paint. So this might be, or decal uh, mud, this might be the reason why they changed to paint because you can see the discrepancy between the mud colors was kind of pretty prominent there. Um, there's like a dark color and then super light dry mud. Um, but that beautiful casting still is around. And um, this is, I think, the last year for it. So uh, there is um, Blue Thunder with that, if you want to talk about it. No, I think we get it next year. But, um, yeah, so the thing with the mud trucks, and like they're just kind of starting to repeat on themselves. Like, well, it's a standard truck, but they made it muddy. And I think they picked the right ones. It's all your, all your fan favorites. Uh, they just did them all muddy. The Blue Thunder is just another one in the line, and that's that. Yeah. Yeah, I don't think there's much else to say about that one. So there's Blue Thunder. Oh, this one's a big one. So uh, here we go. Uh, a very big classic that we never see again in the um, in the diecast world. Survivor. Yes, so, yeah, Survivor <laughs> is one of the really oldest uh, originals from like the first time of the Monster Jam scene. Um, I believe it was in one of the original video games with that Hulk, right? Survivor? Yeah, we're Monster yeah. Jam Mass Destruction. I'm sure you're going to yeah. mention it, but I'll steal your thunder. It came out as an original Rev Tread. <laughs> yep. Oh, that's right. It did. It did with uh, like Mountaineer. Original yeah, Mountaineer. Rev Tread. Yeah. So wow. this is one of them. Uh, unfortunately, Mountaineer never gets that um, yeah. that diecast classics release, which sucks hey, because my, my, those, those originals that I associate to come from that video game and Survivor did get it, but uh, Mountaineer did not. Only a, a Rev Tread. But here it is, and all the glory it has, it's Survivor. Um, I'll let Phil pick it apart. There's some obviously some stuff on the tailgate and stuff if you want to talk about that, so go ahead. Yeah, another one with a lot of little sponsors they signed up. I will say the, the graphics always came out to me blurry on this because it was like mm. it's like they got the graphic pattern off of like a, a dial-up computer and just didn't like do anything to fix it. So because like, like I see Texco Havilands on here, which is really weird. Um <laughs> So is is, there, is Martina McBride's logo on here, or Reba McIntyre, or whatever? Because be that was like a, a weird sponsorship Chuck Jordan had with Survivor. <laughs> One of those country music legends was a sponsor of Survivor. Yeah. Hey, no, right? cool. I don't remember. I don't know if it's one of those logos. But anywho, uh, USHRA logos on here. Yeah, logo was on there. But yeah, USHRA logos on here. So that's fun. This is another weird one where it's like. So Survivor ran like up to like 2007, I think. So uh, with Chuck Jordan, obviously it's still around. Tony Canada runs it and with different look and everything. But uh, uh, or no, Survivor still runs around that point, but not in Monster Jam. Yeah, it's it's just, just another weird callback where it's like, oh, you know, we still we did that rev tread ten years ago. Why don't we call Chuck Jordan and see if he wants to make a toy? Ten years later, a strange callback, but that's why this classic line. Yeah. They now swing in. They're like, "We're gonna give you Cyclop." Like, I know you asked for like a brand, like a King Crunch retro. You're gonna get Survivor. Like, whoa, <laughs> even cooler. Yeah, <laughs> dude, I love this thing, man. Classics. Oh, the badge on there. Ooh, that badge gets me all excited, boys. Anyways, I love that. Yes, some people. You know, what? not even gonna go into it. Anyway, go ahead. <laughs> Well, I had I had custom badge stickers made for all my. Listen, vehicles. the USHRA still exists. There, I said it. Okay. Yes, it does. <laughs> Somehow, it's not the same. It's the brand now, not the badge. I call it. But anyways, love this truck. Just ah, oh, man, classics. Can't beat yeah. them. 
Yeah. So uh, with my experience, knowing that contracts, obviously they exist for a certain period of time. That's how we have things like uh, Cyclops, Crustacean. Um, that's how they can just pick those things out, even though they don't run a monster anymore. Um, I would assume that Survivor had a, let's just say a 10 year contract and that's how they snuck this one out. So they, they could have really had just like a master list and be like, okay, well this is expiring, this is expiring, this is expiring. Let's just do these. And that's yeah. what I did them. Um, Cyclops. Just so I'm just going to run you over real quick because the thing, if it's still on a contract, it took 10 years to make it. Yeah, that's what happened. What are you doing? Well, yeah, so, well, uh, I mean, there's other contracts of other tracks. I know. I know like, thing, so. Yeah, but like, that one's like, just like, oh, come on. Like, yeah, what's going on? yeah so but I'm not going to complain. You know, Survivor is a, a true classic, and if anything deserves to be in this series, it's this one. So I'm I'm thrilled that they got at least one diecast released of it. Um, so yeah, Survivor's awesome, regardless of graphics quality, regardless of anything. It's just super cool. I love the color in the logo as well. It's just so awesome. So uh, definitely one of my favorite flags as well because it's the same logo, obviously, uh, on there. So there's Survivor. Uh, that was one of the big ones of tonight. And next up, another World Final scheme. This is the King Crunch from World. World Finals something, Phil will fill you in on that one. Um, but there it is, King Crunch. The only downside to this is that they use the regular King Crunch flag um, yeah. for its release. Yeah. But um, They never yeah. made a retro Crunch flag. Tell us, Phil, about this, because I can tell that they took pictures of the truck and put them on here. Yeah, it's another one of those with the weird blurries where, like, David Smith didn't have the graphics, so it's like, well, here's some old <laughs> pictures I have, so they got away with it. Um, actually, I'm a little old and slow. RJ, oh, this is World Finals 5 scheme. Okay, yeah, yeah. Right, right as I said it, it that Tyler could, yeah, so 2004. I knew, but it's all good. Go ahead. Well, <laughs> uh, yeah, uh, you know, a uh, uh, good purpose for that world finals line. I think King Crunch did a couple, maybe the more notable, where it I, I, now, okay, I'd imagine this scheme probably ran past the world finals. Uh, you know, spoiler alert. Uh, <laughs> same with probably that yellow destroyer probably showed up in a couple places, but. Yeah. For where intensive debut purposes. That's the problem. That was always escape of the World Finals line. It was never really true World Finals. But granted, none of the schemes that are World Finals schemes end up being World Finals schemes. Case in point, Jim Kohler is running around town. He runs that scuba yeah. at Wild or the Virginia Beach. He's got a yeah. fire back in action. He'll he did Halloween shows with the Orange Avenger. Like you'll find. Folks, I'm sure you'll see a couple more in a couple of weeks. Okay, so like uh, Kohler, as long as the body is back to Rusty, come on, bring back the junkyard. Back. Yeah, junkyard is still my favorite, but or like the blue card so station too. But that's a whole other story. He used that one for a throwdown, though. But yeah, anyway, go ahead. Uh, is that that's it. That's it. That's World Finals Five. King Crunch. He had a solid run. He finished third or second in freestyle that night. I think he was high top five finish. I believe I could be wrong. Don't fact check me. I'm just going off of remembrance in this dome because that's all it's up there is monster truck history. But I love this truck. All right, so there it is, King Crunch. Awesome. Uh, again, only downside to this one is the flag is not um, anything special. I'm sure again because they didn't have the graphics uh, shoot, so they were just like, uh, let's not make a blurry flag. So there's that. Um, and next up is a very familiar face we've seen. Uh, many times now. Uh, Taz. Uh, so there's Taz Absolutely. there. Okay. Rolling over. This is number 21. This is only the third re-release of 2010. Yep. Yep. It's crazy. That's insane. And there then, are some lines where only three new trucks come out in 21 trucks. This one, you yeah. only get three reruns. So, wow. And now we hop into a very interesting discussion. So Iron Warrior gets a new scheme. It's only <laughs> released ever 
in the mainline singles, especially. So when I say that, this time it's Spectre Flames. Next time it's going to be the new Travel Tread series. Yeah. The only time we get this normal scheme, um, spoiler alert, I maybe it's this year, maybe it's next year, is in these Target Easter round um, card things. Yeah, uh, yeah. And that's we'll talk only. about them. I totally forgot about. I forgot yeah. what this thing was called, but that's the only significance they ever had was that they got an Iron Warrior exclusive. But yeah, uh, yeah this is never done in the mainline singles with the normal body, normal chassis, anything. Only done Spectra Flame and only done Travel Treads. Um, so we'll talk about that egg. Iron Warrior later, but I absolutely adore this burnt orange Spectre yep. Flame color. I always have. Um, it looked great on this. It looked great on Black Stallion, which we'll see in the future. But here's the new Iron Warrior update. So last time we saw the blue, previously uh, episodes and episodes ago, we saw the uh, gray and black. So now uh, we have this new scheme with this new uh, mascot um, carrying some of the. Is this the original graphic? Oh, that looks like a Black Stallion too. That's why I said that. Never mind. Um, so yeah, it's a new scheme. I'll let Phil continue. One last thing. Okay. Uh, it has yeah. blue I don't, you're probably gonna mention it right now. There it is. Yeah, there it is. So there's a blue chassis. But Spectre Flame Iron Warrior. Go ahead, Phil. Yeah, blue, blue chassis. Blue. They went full boogaloo on this. It's insane. Um, but this truck is one of the champions to where a new scheme needs to come out regularly before it gets the special treatment. Uh, this is this is one of the champions of that. Uh, good luck. But this is a Spectre Flame everybody bought because it was a new Iron Warrior. I think it looked really cool with that orange, burnt orange. And that blue blue uh, the blue frame was really bizarre to have here. I don't know why that choice. And they always did that with the Iron Warriors. So it was kind of fun to have that. Um, an A-plus scheme. And it's a random sidebar. We're not going to talk about Patriot at all in 2010. But Patriot and Iron Warrior uses that same font. Yeah. Oh really? Oh Surprise. wow! Never know that. I think it's like some generic. I'm sure yeah. my buddy Anger knows about it. But uh, uh, after yeah. looking at that VW bus from this year at a Mattel, can we get this orange color, <clears throat> please? Because this is gorgeous. Love this color. Um, I agree. It should have got a regular release, but this is my favorite Iron Warrior that they ever made. Because well, I mean the, the travel treads was cool because I like stuff like that. But for a regular uh, tired truck. This this Iron Warrior is my favorite. Yeah, so there it is, Iron Warrior, Spectra Flame, and we'll see it again with the normal release. But at some point we will, or when the travel at some point we'll see that special edition, very rare release of Iron Warrior. Normally, uh, another new mud truck here. This is the Avenger, obviously familiar face. Um, still using decal. Maybe it's next year that they use paint for a season or two. But um, there's the decal. Mud Avenger, they actually do print on the tailgate area, which uh, very rarely we see that happen. Uh, and print a little bit on the front here uh, with the mud, and then this top part um, does get a lot of uh, mud as well. Uh, again, they this is not going to happen much more often, this covering of the Moss Jam logo, because that's a big no-no. But uh, yeah. yeah, an awesome release. I think it's one of the best ones because it's just it's Avenger. So uh, there it is. And if anyone wants to talk about that, there's that yeah. It's that neon green Avenger we talked about for 2009, how it was like a rarity. Uh, we'll talk about in the next part two episode the, the neon Avenger everybody bought in 2010, but everybody picked this up too. And it was kind of a, of a tease, kind of like, well, we want the neon Avenger in more release. It's like, okay, well, here it is as a mud truck first. So it's like, ah, but everybody bought it. Uh, again, the classic trucks they pick for the mud ones. It's just the same schemes with mud on them. So can't go wrong. Nope, you can't. Yeah, Iron uh, Iron Warrior. Sorry, saw in the comments. Uh, Avenger, uh, and now we hop into a brand new vintage truck. Or sorry, actually, we hop in. No, never mind. 
I saw vintage on Brian's website, um, the classics. Uh, this is a new casting, uh, one that we're going to see a lot, and one that we're actually going to receive uh, the start of, well, not technically, but the start of like the long card exclusives, which are called Race Awards, but there's going to be a, a Redline Club version of this, so it's going to have a huge history. Uh, but this is Gravedigger, um, not... They don't call it Digger 1. They just call it Grape Digger Red, uh, Red Primer. So Red Primer, um, but uh, with a glossy clear coat with the Mattel release here. So, yeah, yeah. it's an awesome casting. Um, not completely uh, accurate. I think this is actually accurate before they did this double stack or whatever. There's a yeah, whole, I think uh, the stacks are on the wrong okay. side or double stack or something. Yeah, yeah, they, yeah, there's a whole back and forth with how that I remember happened. when yeah, that came out. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, but for for its time, uh, before Spin came around with their secondary edition of it, which is this one, um, this was pretty accurate. I also yeah. enjoy um, this extra bit of the window here, which I – oh, Spin Master did that too. Never mind. They both did it. But I love that extra detail um, on this one. So, yeah, this, this, is, the, uh, this is the original, original Grave Digger before it was uh, spooky, before it was blue. Um, so, yeah, there, there it is. So, Monstrum Classics getting this – Incredible release. I'm sure at the time, fans, I was definitely excited for it. Fans probably weren't expecting the primary. Yeah, so. OJ has his in his hand. That's the truck he showed earlier off. With the, yeah, the, I'm just holding it because I like it so much. It was such, I'm remembering back when I found it in the stores and three people, three hours overheard me, Primer Digger, yeah! Like, I was like so excited, man. It was incredible, man. And it's okay, so like, it isn't primer paint. Uh, we don't get that till the next year. So the first one is this like this glossy thing, but no one's complaining. Yeah. Uh, no. You know how the community found out that this was coming out. Mm. So obviously yeah. this is one that community's like, hey, we keep getting that silver and blue grave digger everywhere. It's like in every video game, every tribute. It's like, what about this one? Like the actual first grave digger. So uh, the old website Photo Bucket. Remember that, kids? Uh, you used to have to go to Photo Bucket to upload your pictures. Then you can copy the link as a, as a specialized URL with IMG to a message board, and that'll project your picture. Uh, wasn't wasn't saving pictures to your camera roll and putting it on Facebook. That's how you used to post pictures on the internet back 10 years ago on message boards. So uh, the photo buckets were all public accounts, unless you were smart enough to keep yourselves private. Well, guess mm. who didn't keep their uh, photo bucket private? It was one of the guys from Hot Wheels, <laughs> like their. They kept the photo bucket open, and somebody went snooping in there, and, they're like, and they saw that e-sheet, the, the, the layout yeah. that we've seen so many times. I'm sure we'll show off at some point. The e-sheet for this red grave digger. And they're like, look what I found a photo bucket. And then, you know, like within within like a day, that photo bucket went private. But it was like, oh, my gosh, we're getting this grave digger. It was like so – it was mind-blowing. This was a mind-blowing truck. It was so amazing, so great, man. It's just like – I mean – Clearly, I mean, we know Spin has killed it, knocked it out of the park, and I hope we get a pre-red retro. Uh, I was about to mention that. Let me bring that up while you talk about it, RJ. Uh, hopefully we uh, get that because that would just – woo, boy. Scratch. So for, for, for our fans who maybe not are informed on this, uh, a couple days ago Dennis Anderson uh, did a photo drop or photo dump, whatever you call it, um, of his original photos, his only photos of – pre-red primer gravedigger this is as far back as gravedigger goes and this is the one that he always talks about he spray painted the door with the name uh this is it so i actually or someone else had asked him i also asked him the question what color is this truck um it looks blue in some it looks white in other photos he just said it's a standard gray primer with rust 
um, and some black spray paint. So this truck is uh, gonna come out. I'm telling you that right now, guys. For, Everybody, like, there is some people salvating looking at this thing. They're gonna find mm -hmm. a way to make this. Uh, I, I'm, I'm working on the inside here. I want I, this one done. So I'm, I'm pushing. I mean, we have obviously this red one coming out yeah. many times. This is yeah, the, I bet Hollywood's uh, never bit at this. Be okay. This was, this is like known. Like, okay, it's more prominent now because like it's a digital age and Instagram. Yeah. And, like the kids mm -hmm. don't know. About it, but uh, OGs knew about this, but I think also the reason why nobody ever attempted this. This isn't the grave digger that's in, in the war, and there this literally is like the only picture that. Uh, so. Until Dennis came around with those, this is the only photo we had, and I mean, how can you work on a truck with this? You only had one picture for, but, but now uh, more pictures. Ooh, the retro yeah. rebel that we didn't know we wanted that I yeah. definitely want now. Ooh. Especially with the cloth in the front to keep the grill. <laughs> Yeah, great. Yeah. Right. Let's, let's modify the tooling. Um, I, I, I really think it's possible. We got reckless trucks that have that rust. We, we can do this. And it's it coming. I, I think, especially, well, I don't know if they can slate it for next year, which is the 40th anniversary of Grave Digger, but if it came out in the 40th anniversary of Grave Digger, oh, oh yeah. my God. But, oh, um, I'm telling you, put it in It's coming. I don't know. Yeah. In, in my next meeting that I have, if that happens soon before it like goes into the solid production year, I want to push for this as hard as I can. Jordan works miracles all the time with things from the past, um, recreating the green ghost face to redoing, or well, at some point, hopefully redoing Gravedigger 3. I mean, he attempted it. And then doing Grandma Gravedigger's artwork completely over the back doors. This is child's play, essentially. I yeah, mean, to yeah. do some rust patterns and um, the artwork on the sides, it's it not great. much. Yeah. The best thing, I'll, I'll pivot back and forth. It's not fully the same casting. I mean, this is not that. Wow. Um, if we look here, uh, Dennis actually mentioned it. It had the old um, truck bed still, the utility bed. Yeah. Uh, so it's going to be in the like kind of middle of accuracy. However, I mean... I, mean, I forgive that because I really yeah, want this to yeah, be done. Yeah. The bed, the bed side is like you can't really tell there. You can kind of tell there, and you can't tell in the front-on shot. So, like the generic people who are going to buy it aren't going to care, and the retro <laughs> people who want it just want it for that OG Gravedigger yeah. door and the yeah. rust and the primer. It's and ninety-eight percent of people don't even know this exists and aren't even yeah. know it's a real paint scheme or was a real thing at times. So. It would be the per perfect Retro Rebel release for a Grave Digger of all time. Uh, the other main accuracy thing would be obviously the smokestacks on spins. They don't exist in this original release or original run of Grave Digger. But man, this is history in the making. Um, obviously, pivoting off of our discussion, just I wanted to mention this at some point in time because Dennis dropped these photos and it was like, whoa, that's it's like over. crazy. Uh, it's um, over. <laughs> The one disappointing thing is that, like, it's hard to tell what the logo looks like. You can see, like, a weird R and an A. This was like World War II when this picture was taken. They didn't <laughs> think – always didn't even exist back then. All it was it so is, hard to see. All it is is just hand-painted Grave Digger. Or he might have even got the – I don't know if automotive window chalk was a thing, but it looks like – Ramirez, that might be finger paint from the mud. That's yeah. not even perfect. Yeah. You know, I think um, – That's a rock he found. Judging by uh, the fact that there's black paint, uh, I think he mentions in that one of the DVDs of Grave Digger that he uh, taped around 
uh, and then painted it black and then took the tape off and the bottom you've seen basically seen the rust and primer underneath that DVD for more reference pictures yeah this 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 is just it's a difficult recreation but I'm sure with Dennis's help obviously they would always ask Dennis for input we for this can kind get of it stuff. Done, boys we yeah. can get it done. that's gonna be yeah. one retro oh whether or not it's next year that we can try to like community force it in their face, yeah. or I mean, it doesn't matter. Whatever well, it's happening, it's over. I've, I just yeah. said it's done, so we're gonna. I really, I really. Want I also, I also want them to do the window print with this. Oh, scene that would be so yeah. just fan of detail and just. Yeah. Oh, right, we're gonna go back. We're gonna go back. The next truck we're talking about has window window printing. Okay, cool. So, uh, yeah, here it is. It's the first release ever of the Shark Reek, and here it is. So Shark Reek will be a name that they continue oh, to work oh, with, which is actually funny. It's very funny because um, we talk about, like, Utter Madness and Driving School and Chill Out and all the other concepts that they have. The only one besides Bone Shaker and maybe maybe a couple others um, they, they run with in their current series, and Shark Reek is one that they still run with. They never went back to this design, which is kind of a cheesy design anyway. But um, this is Shark Creek, the return of the Great Bike tooling back in 2005, I think, or 2004 is the last time we saw it, maybe one of those two years. Um, so it's, it's been a long time since we've seen it, five or six years, depending on what time I was off on. But yeah. Uh, yeah. You know, doesn't this uh, blue look familiar Familiar to something else we know? Hmm. Yeah, it's like the sky. Uh, no, something else. Something that... Something that's like a tuna smell, tuna. Okay, I'm trying to say that this. Hardly the fish. Yeah. Darkest. No, I'm just saying. <laughs> never mind. Just go. What are you saying? What are you We're saying? Talking about megalodon, kids. Yes. Oh, okay. It does not look like megalodon. It's like megalodon stepdad. Megalodon, no. Oh, maybe it does. Nah, kind of. It well, does. I'm not meaning it looks like it. I'm just saying they might have made this with something else in mind. Yes, this is like Megalodon's like demented stepfather that comes over for Thanksgiving. So. Yeah, with these weird. <laughs> this is okay. So this is a weird. This okay. This is always fun. The shark casting was always a always a fan favorite because of just being a shark. Yeah. There was multiple times where shark trucks are supposed to be a thing. Look at Robo Shark. Uh, it, it was supposed to be a three D body way back in the nineties. But uh, man. Such a weird graphic when you look back at it now. The name Shark Reek's only on the hood. Uh, you got these like little guppy guys on the side or like swimmers. So what's going yeah, on? Like, I, I never that, knew what that tally, was. That's the well, tally of people he's ate. I, assume. I, I don't think that's the same amount on the other side of the truck for some stupid reason. And then this thing's got like eyes. Like he's got yeah. eyes. Watching you. Don't Actually, I want to quickly there. reference the 124 just for the clarity on that side panel. So well, I don't, find we it get a 124 in 2010? We do. Uh, wow. uh, maybe not 2010, maybe 2011. Let me just peek in here. Yeah, real quick. not 2010. Uh, know, there it is. Bringing that up is very interesting well, because yeah. you look at the spot of that and you instantly think V8 bomber. Yeah, oh, it is. It's very much reminiscent. Yeah. Um, so like, there's this, there's the. Uh, they look like I think I meant I, I I've looked into this before. I think they're divers, like just an outline of a diver. Yeah. Um, well, it's like a, like a hill camp. So the 124's got all these sharp teeth. No, it has no eyes either. That's weird. But like the oh, teeth yeah. are there. Um, yeah. I guess they're divers yeah. because that he ate, I guess? Because well, what, I don't know. Okay, I'm no fish expert. <laughs> but like, what does the name... Okay, I have fish expert. Phil Fish Food, here it comes. Phil the Fish Eater. Fish okay. Uh, okay. <laughs> what does the name 
Shark Reek mean? Okay, yeah. so Reek, this is a debate we got into years ago, way back when. Um, I was like, it's Shark Wreck, and they're like, no, it's Shark Reek, and then I was like, it's Wreck, it's Reek. Reek to wreak havoc, like to wreak okay. intense destruction. I mean, like it a doesn't. On it, uh, oh, maybe that could be too, or Shark Wreck. I don't know. Well, there, it's there, okay, weird. it's gotta be Shark Reek. Pawn on Shark Week. There's another truck to ha uh, that we'll talk about next week's episode that has a, a goofball pun. But uh, I mean, it's kind of like it's kind of like they have a burger delivery truck now. We got Shark. Their name is yeah. They should have named it something else. I'm yeah. just saying. Yeah. I, I don't. I've never liked the name Shark Creek. It makes no. I mean, it makes sense if you have to really like. They should just make it again. Make it in the carpet leagues. This ran Shark Wreck for like a month, and then I was like, "Oh, it's Shark Reek." I'm sure every like four year old learning how to like talk was like Shark Wreck. Yeah, and it would probably make more sense to call it Shark Wreck, honestly. Yeah. But oh well. um, there's Shark Reek. Uh, not the most exciting thing. We'll get some updates in the future, actually, like the 124 had, but not for a while. Um, yeah. This is also not going to be a big part of discussion. This is our fourth repeat now. Here, uh, yeah, repeat? repeat number four of 2010. It's backdraft number 26 out of 26 trucks. Only four of them are repeats, guys. So if you want a if you want a cool flag, there you go. Yeah, it is a cool flag. I'll admit to that. Well, here's another cool one. Here's oh, a real cool one. Yeah, this one. Oh, I always love this. Talk All right. Feels okay, good. so um, arachnophobia. We saw that a couple years ago, or maybe like five years ago. Um, start off at least. I think we got a couple more times, but the standard Chevy uh, white pickup truck has been evolved into a whole Black Widow 3D casting. Uh, on top of this interesting, um, like Escalade, it's like the precursor to like the standard pickup truck that, yeah. in my it's opinion, just, it's so weird. Like the grill is oh. huge. It's just it's it's a weird cast. I mean, not the and, the, the spider's cool, but like the casting they chose to do underneath yeah, it is just very odd. interesting. But uh, I love it. I've always loved this one. And it sucks that, like, they never tried to attempt it in real life um, with that team. But, uh, Phil, probably, you talk about this? Knows about. Yeah, go okay. ahead. Let me just say before you spoil the party, the paint the paint decals on here, it's like a it's like – it's very fitting that the water slides first appear yeah. on a truck about spiders. It's coming, folks. The bad graphics. Yeah. Yes. Uh, now, now our moderator spoiled the party. Yes, Scott uh, Anderson of Arachnophobia. This was supposed to be a real truck. Can you believe that? Okay. Yeah, let's, let's break this down. First of all, this is Hot Wheels hands all over it. This is a Hot Wheels design, a hundred percent. The name Arachnophobia only appears on the hood and the tailgate. Uh, but that the skeleton dudes are like the same little skeletons that you see on the real Arachnophobia. They just blew them up. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Man, okay, so when the original checklist came out for this truck, it says arachnophobia. It's a standard truck, but it's a new tool. And everybody was like, new tool? Like, are we getting, like, a new Chevy tool? Like, what's – like, oh, this is kind of fun. Like, okay, cool. And then, like, this comes out. Everyone's like, what? <laughs> what happened here? This is, like, what just happened? What? Like, you get this gigantic spider. Like, it's like, what happened? Um, yeah, you will ask Scott Anderson. He did have plans to do this. Um, just never got off the ground. I mean, the truck, Arachnophobia doesn't even run past like 2011. Um, and I, but then there's like a ride truck. Anderson's still involved. Uh, I, I, I will uh, I want to sit down with Anderson one day and Scott Anderson ask him about that. And uh, hopefully sooner or later, wink, wink, nudge, nudge, if you know what I'm oh. talking about. But, oh, man, oh. cool. Good Big stuff. spider. 
Yeah, good stuff. I mean, I liked it. I like uh, your little hint, hint, nudge, nudge there. But uh, I, I like, I like the flag was cool. I knew this was Hot Wheels when I saw it. Uh, but the 124 was like one of the heaviest 124 that they've probably produced. But uh, this thing was cool. I didn't mind it. I liked it. I liked it a lot. Yeah. So Tyler Mir is also mentioning something um, with Scott Anderson. Um, Scott was saying that he's already had a three body in the works from Hot Wheels. So, uh, yeah, really cool. Um, obviously, nowadays, this back then, 3D bodies were kind of coming in, but not the way they are now. They're all 3D bodies mostly now. Um, people like Star Creations, uh, obviously, who do like the Kraken and Wolf's Head, they could easily knock this thing out. I mean, it's child's play to them at this point in time. They've done so many things. So uh, if this were ever to come back or, you know, if someone revamped yes, the name. Yes, I know he has a Facebook. Don't spoil it. I do other podcasts. <laughs> okay, well, I, didn't, I was just guessing. I didn't even know. So no, anyway, yeah, yeah, cool again, okay, uh, 28. Time. Here we yeah. are. We have uh, number 28. Uh, Spike. Spike. So we talked about Spike. Was it last episode when it debuted? I think it was last episode. Um, so now it's getting a Spectre Flame release, and it's just like barely noticeable. Um, with that, again, we talked about the black paint and the blue paint being very unnoticeable. Uh, it's got this charcoal black chrome uh, or Spectre chrome, Spectre Flame. Sorry, uh, paint color, not very noticeable. Um, easy to miss unless you look at the beadlocks. So uh, the one thing that's cool is the collar actually matches the beadlocks. So there's that, but. Um, not the most noticeable Spectre Flame in the world, um, and probably often forgotten in, in the grand scheme of all Spectre Flames. So, oh well. But there's Spike getting some love. That's the second team. Actually, all three, except for Brutus, the three team Scream trucks that they're running at the time in Hot Wheels have received a Spectre Flame release. That's pretty cool. Um. Yeah. So yeah, I like. Look, I much to say about this one. I, I don't hate it. Yeah, not much to say. <laughs> I mean, it's different. Those rims, now that we see them like every, you know, the present world, but back then it was cool to see those rims and uh, I didn't mind it. Yeah. Uh, besides that, if you don't care about the truck, you got a cool flag. So there's that for you too. Um, so there's Spike and uh, another new mud truck. Um, we got? Let me oh. just, hold on. I'm having a quick thing. Um, so, uh, Phil, if you want to pivot to this real quick. Yeah, here's Captain's Curse mud truck. Once again, folks, a classic truck. Just getting the mud treatment. It, they, they got it like clockwork at this point. Uh, not wrong here. I will say the flag, again, those flags are all based on uh, like the real flags that were waved at the World Finals. Uh, I always thought it was kind of cool that the flag was based off of like the roof graphic. Now, okay, the roof graphic now says World Champion, but uh, it's like a different palette of Captain curse so always thought that was cool uh, i actually kind of like this mud truck a little better i think the reds pop more with the mud for some reason so a plus yeah it was an a plus i always after uh that what oh, was it anaheim or oakland show in 08 where it was just a monsoon and gravedigger comes out you're like oh hopefully they'll make mud trucks like that just completely covered but i like this one uh the, you know it's cool they they started to if you look and notice the tires are less and less muddy uh, as we go on, which, boo, but yeah, I mean, other than that, it's a solid truck and I liked it. Yeah. Uh, so uh, before I, I had to do something. So yeah, Captain's Curse Mud, um, still running with the graphics uh, mud, but it's awesome. Captain's Curse is loved by most people. So uh, there it is again, getting another uh, release there uh, in the mud trucks. So that's 29. 
And here we go. Uh, honestly, out of all the trucks in this year's retros, um, there's some great ones and they really compete with each other. But this one's my favorite. Um, this is a blast from the past because it was supposed to come out years before. High Roller is here. And when I saw this in stores, I flipped out. I was like, oh my God, they made High Roller. So I, I've always loved High Roller. Um, just, I don't know why. It's very basic, but I, I've loved it. It's probably because tied to Las Vegas, World Finals at the time. So I, I've just always loved High Roller. And um, to see it coming out in a diecast release or having it in stores when I saw it, I was just like, whoa. So yeah, High Roller. Um, I'll let Phil talk about that because I know there's a lot of talk about with High Roller. Yeah, so uh, we talked about the, the original High Roller that was supposed to come out in 2005 in detail in our 2005 episode. Actually, looking back on some of the descriptions on that, um, it kind of – oh, it must be gone or something. Um, uh, it's underneath uh, Tyler Ramirez banter. Anyways, um, so, yeah, so we finally get High Roller here. I, I was saying back up 2005. Apparently there was a rumor that they were supposed to do a High Roller as a World Finals exclusive in 2005. Uh, I don't know. I don't know about the legs on that. But that's uh, something I just noticed today Look, looking up some stuff. But finally get the High Roller. It's uh, it's on, like, Donkey Kong. Uh, <laughs> but uh, it's so cool to see. This yeah. completely kills all the lore of that prototype from 2005. And another one where it's like, okay, it's in the World Finals line. But it's – yeah, it's a truck based on the World Finals, but it's ran never even ran the World Finals. The World Finals. Uh, yeah. So that always that was my gripe between World Finals and but again, it's warranted. Nobody's gonna complain what line it's in. You get a high roller. It's a crazy. Yeah. It's great. I mean, I'm just looking at it now and I'm just so flipping glad they made this. I love this truck. I love another truck that's coming up that not a lot of people like for whatever reason, but this one I love yeah. it. I love it. I love it, man. Oh, high roller. I do want to mention that um, this takes a little bit of a different approach from the real life high roller. Um, I think if Spin Master were to do it, we'd probably get a more accurate um, representation of the actual high roller run at the time. I get why Hot Wheels changed it, which I'll show you in a second what they changed, um, because it wasn't relevant to the time period. But um, this truck originally, I believe, had CU in Las Vegas, March something something, 2000. And then it had nothing. <laughs> yeah, and then they just ran nothing. Um, yeah. So how logo, guys? I talked about this. The best of two worlds. Okay, Mr. Ramirez needs to go back in the archives. It's in the 2005 yearbook. We showed it in that episode. Come on, fellas, don't do this. Fellas, come on now, fellas, don't do this to me. We've talked about it. Go back in the archives, I mean, guys. I'm a I'm a co-host on here, and I spent all day today walking around in my snow yard listening to last week's episodes. Come on, guys. <laughs> come on, man. We got our audio only. Know that. Anyway, I cannot find any good references. I love all the roller. Um. Anyway. They'll just have to trust me. Uh, this one. So actually, hold on, hold on, hold on. So this this decal here is actually accurate. The the hood said seen Las Vegas. The tailgate is what changed often, where it had like the actual dates for the world finals that this high roller was like mentioning. And then they just painted over and just like this oval of white. Um so Hot Wheels decided, okay, let's not do the 2003 or whatever World Finals were advertising, let's change that to just be see you in Las Vegas, Nevada from the hood. So I get it. Um, right. So hopefully if Spin Master revives this um, truck, which is, I think, 
I think it's a, a trademark by Monster Jam Feld. So uh, if they do it again, I hope that they would make it accurately to mention the old World Finals that happened like 17 years nah. ago. Yeah, but, no, you know. no, don't listen to Phil. Don't tease me with a good time. Even Spin Master put Here I Come on the tailgate. They're not going to do that. Hey. Ryan, I'm don't listen to Phil and don't tease me with a good time. Show me. Phil, why would he? Why would they do that? Jordan literally just corrected to capital C on Curatuck on the side of Gravedigger yeah. number one. So I think he'd do a 2003 I'm tailgate. I'm here for it. But anyway, high roller. One of the best. World, I mean, let's let's one make the we make the world finals ten truck. Let's just get really weird. No, no, no! Stop that! Phil. Oh, that's this why. That's why Phil's mad. Phil's mad about this, the yeah. <laughs> this, um, this truck was truck of the year argument for me. Anyways, go ahead, Ryan. Yeah, I put, I put it in the truck of the year, even though people yeah. are like, it's so fun. It's it, it's it's his stomach. It really is. I love high roller. It's I just love it. Um, I actually wish that they would revive the concept of High Roller someday. Um, just It's just so cool. I mean, they don't go to, you know, Sam Boyd anymore in Las Vegas for the show for World Finals. But, man, High Roller was just always so awesome. I love High Roller. Um, so, yeah, for- I would put it in my truck of the year running, too, although we have a huge lineup to still go through for next yeah. episode, too. Um, it is really one of the best. Um, and then we have the return of Bone Shaker. So, hello again. Uh, this is still, so you're going to see it in a little while, a year or two from now, they're going to change this motor and this front, um, skeleton to be all plastic. So it's going to be this and this all one insert, but not yet. So this is still that old casting, same exact bone shaker from the previous release. Um, release number five, five. number yeah, one. Wow. And uh, another Spectra. So this one is um, a different shade of blue. So they have like two different shades of blue. One's a little lighter, which they probably should have done for the other ones too. Um, this one's pretty noticeable. Uh, so Sudden Impact has a Spectra Flame release. We talked about Sudden Impact in the past. Um, I'll let them share brief opinions on it, but not much to discuss here with this one. Yeah, no, again, you know, with uh, some the Spectra Flames, you can't screw it up. We've talked about a lot of the blues. I think this one's a lot cooler because the Sudden Impact graphics are always very prominent uh and i think it, it, it blends well with uh the blues so a plus here probably one of the better spectral flames from the year yeah I'd, I'd agree with that statement can't screw it up i liked it picked it up yeah and we will talk about in 2011 a sudden impact because it has a more interesting story yeah Spoiler. yeah uh, <laughs> that's gonna be good uh so here is batman um, this is another mud treads, and this is what I've been talking about, folks. Like yep. everyone's like, when is it going to appear? This is the mud uh, actual paint on the trucks. So you can see this one's kind of odd. They like spray, 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 spray. Sometimes it's like a randomized spray pattern. This one's like a someone took an airbrush and went, but oh well. I just noticed that there's a USHRA badge for someone. I don't. I don't know why they. I like how they try to cover it too. They're like, "Oh, we didn't mean to do that." So <laughs> it's a replacement of the Monster Jam logo. I never uh, noticed that. That's really weird. What? I, gotta- I didn't notice that either, but I just noticed that they try to definitely cover it. Uh, that's interesting. Um, yeah. So there's that. Um, it's really cool to see the mud though. So this is the start of that mud, uh, randomized mud scheme. Uh, and then the two-time champion for Monster World Finals is now up there. on here, but like we get the USHRA logo instead. Yeah, it's then like they're like, oh, we put the wrong spec sheet on the side, so let's paint over that. 
Um, but yeah, there it is. So a really cool thing. Um, obviously not very painted up here with the mud, a little bit on the hood, um, a little bit of overspray, but this is the start of uh, the continuation of them doing mud with actual paint. And that's going to not last for long either because it's expensive to do. But anyway, Batman, if anyone has anything to say, there's not much else to talk about. Just, uh, just mentioning the badge is on there, and I was happy about the badge. Carry on. All right, the badge. All right, so there's Batman. <laughs> yeah, and, Batman. Uh, all right, here's the moment RJ's been waiting for all oh, episode, yes, all, all the podcasts, right all, all the time. There it is, the one right. truck that RJ loves, Rage and Steel. Oh, love it. And I'll let RJ's lead this discussion. Go ahead. Well, I don't know if I should lead it. I mean, Pablo junk ran over Sting in the corner of World Finals 2 after he cartwheeled. The first truck that I liked in this uh, classic series, Blacksmith, it came out, burned it down. It was a short freestyle, and he blew two tires out because that was before beadlocks were really prominent. And if that's not a big enough moment for you, I don't. I mean, it ran on tour for how many, however many years. Phil can attest to that. I just, I just love me raging steel, guys. I just love it. <laughs> Okay, so as I was gonna say, uh, yeah, there's this. I wanted Arjun to get all the rage and steel out. So, uh, <laughs> yeah, rage and steel. Um, uh, uh, I'll tell you the story. I don't want to mess it up. I think it was debuted as like a replacement tossing thing because something happened at World Finals or whatever. Uh, that's how it got its start. No, no. Oh, oh no, never mind. You, you got it and you ran away. So, oh man. Okay, so uh, okay. Well, I'll let you clean up that story. But rage and steel. Um, I recall this one very clearly. Uh, for my birthday, I think I got it, and it was um, one that I was like, whoa, I didn't know what was coming out either, and I remembered it from the old um, Crash Madness and all those other World Finals DVDs and stuff, so I was like, wow, they actually made a Rage and Steel, and um, it, I mean, it's, it's, it's Rage and Steel. There's not much to it. It's just a great truck with a decal and the badge and other stuff, but um, yeah, it's um, it's it's great. It's a great Retro Rebel, or uh, sorry, Monsham Classics. Um, I've always loved this, this release of it. So, <laughs> So the argument uh, from RJ every year, and he even made it to the design team themselves, is to make this as a retro rebel. Uh, it's so difficult to get things like this approved because it's so plain. I wish like they had a revamp of Rage and Steel, like they did with Blacksmith, like sparks and like welding or everything, like everything to make it like more. But uh, it's very difficult to get things like this approved just because it's so plain unless you're Gravedigger or Primer. Um, but, yeah, it, it's a difficult argument. Maybe some year in the future we'll get a Rage and Steel. It is. Uh, I think it's a failed trademark, so it shouldn't be that hard to, like, do. But I don't know if this design would be so welcomed in the modern era. It, it um, wouldn't be, but, I mean, it's just like, it's just like the people who... I mean, I guess the P, there's an argument for the Primer Digger because it's got the name, and that's why they'll pick it up. Yeah. But I mean, Rage hey, still ain't no grave digger, son. Yes, yeah. I know that. Go ahead, tell us about the real truck, please. Why? One yeah. more thing, actually. One more thing. The the one way I could see this happening is if they do a retro five pack of not a specific truck, just like a retro five pack of retro trucks. That could be a very easy toss in amongst a grave digger Max DNL Troloco and something else. So. Rage and Steel. Um, but that would be maybe like the other. <laughs> yeah, go yeah. ahead. So, okay, Phil. Phil, tell us about uh, Rage and Steel. Why, yes. Okay, folks. Uh, I see a lot of hot takes by the Monster Duck in the comments. I like one of them where he said, uh, hot take, no one knew about this truck of Pablo and put it on the map. That's 100% true, guys. Raging Steel was like the back burner body. <laughs> it, this is like this is like NEA. This is like... That might be what <laughs> I like it. You know. Like, this is like... <laughs> 
like like it's that truck that's around, but like it's not in a world finals. It's not getting there. It's like it's just there. All right. It's like Blue Thunder current time. <gasps> How can you say that? Okay. No, it yeah. is. It is. It really is. Raging Steel. So the idea when this truck was like around, they had this concept. They'd sell sponsorship every week to make like a different truck. Uh, they only got it like once. That's the Orlando Rage. <laughs> Other than that, it was like, well, we didn't sell sponsorship this week. Put the Raging Steel name on it. Put the rate. It's like, oh, it um, I know they there's like old articles saying like Werner trucking. They were kind of negotiating with some stuff. Never got done. So it was just Orlando Rage was like the only thing. Or no, ninety eight Rock. Many moons later. Oh, yeah, yeah. But, and that, that may be why I like this body so much because nobody likes it. But like this body, like it never like ran on like Scott Hartsock's second truck would run this body. Like it was just like pawned around. And I'll hot take. I don't think this is the red color gray. I, I think um, the gray. Yeah, I, was, I think the real truck was silver, and this is gray, just to make it on a toy. A little more, but uh, so let me grab a let me grab a real life reference photo closest. Well, listen, to well, you the grab house. a reference picture from the Forbidden website. Um, there you go. Guys, okay, yeah, maybe. Yeah, it's good. Uh, yeah, they went a little too bright. Um, however, I also want to mention that uh, <laughs> they did a they did a graphic rehaul with this. By the way, if you notice, the graphic is recreated. Uh, yeah. This bar is not the same way. Um, Mike Bev, shout out to him. He did uh, a body for BeamNG Monsters. And guys, this is a hundred percent community involvement truck. Yeah. It's like. We're like, hey, if we were to make a classics line, which truck or which truck should we make? If it was, if High Roller wasn't first, it was Raging Steel. Like everybody was trampling over each other, like High Roller, Raging Steel, High Roller, Raging Steel, and we got both of them. So, uh, yeah, the, 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 we got it, guys. We did it. <laughs> and I, you know, we did it. We never make it again. Let yeah, that yeah. let the classics live. Don't Spin Master, don't touch Raisin Steel. No, don't, don't listen to that man. Do not listen do to that man. Out. Stop making all these trucks. I uh, redoing anniversary right, truck. Do your own thing. Figure it out. We don't the, it's too late. Phil. He's already talked no. to the design team. Think about it. No. I, I do want to mention actually to make Phil a little happier, uh, there was a second body of Raisin Steel. Um if you look here, this is the secondary edition it's like a blue gray that's so I mean. wanna... that's what i associate raging steel with yeah that's what i associate with mostly too um so young goodness <laughs> World however i um i want to pause raging steel is a really like i said a really good concept they just need to do an art layout for it if if neil was still around i'd i'd oh, say neil please boy. like do something with this because he could totally do oh. something like a like a, a monster with like fire and stuff. It would just be awesome. But the logo's great. This bar needs to go and then you're good. So I, I just think it's it's a tough, it's a tough uh, argument for modern day things. It's just, it's like it's the start of a really good graphic scheme that just never got off the, yeah. I don't know, it never got moving. Guys, yeah, this like, truck is like nothing. I think like, if, yeah. Neil, you be quiet. I think if Neil, I think if Neil, Got the got his hands on this. He could have created something everybody would have liked. Probably made this this logo and this. Right, yeah, yeah, probably did. Honestly, yeah, but I think this is probably him. Yeah, um, hey, but, uh, you like it? Yeah, I think maybe uh, the other way to argue this would be like a World Finals retro pack where it was maybe like toss it in, but it's still yeah. it's like it gives <laughs> the heavy them, no, hitters. It gives them a reason to use Rage and Steel and Blacksmith. You, you know, know what Hot Wheels should have done? They should have made a, a Rage and Steel with their own design. 
That no, that would have ruined it. That would have ruined it, Phil. Stop talking about stuff like that. That would have ruined it. That's Rage and Steel can't live like this in today's world. We need to have a 3D metal beam. Like, yeah. This thing, it, needs, it, needs, it needs a, a graphic. Earthshaker's like demented cousin. I, I knew this was going to happen with Rage and Steel, so I set like a specific amount of time aside for Rage and Steel's discussion. Sorry. But um, sadly, we got to end it there for Rage and Steel number 34 of the. Uh, the series, yeah, it again, for its time, it was awesome to have. But now, I as much as I'd love to see it on the Spin Master tooling, I can I just see it. Let's talk about the donut truck. Yeah. Uh, one, more thing, one, more, one more thing about that. If Wait, there you was can't end the discussion and just start talking about it again. I was just, I was just my, my, my uh, gears are still grinding for it. Um, if they had the normal double pack still, like not yeah. thematic, that could have been another way to just kind of toss it in, but there's just no way. So anyway, Donut Patrol, uh, welcome back, 5-0 tooling. Uh, if there's no official name for it, I don't think there is for that actual like police car tooling. Uh, Donut Patrol is here. So this is the, the revamp of 5-0. Um, basically the same schemes. Like we have the blue, the blue, um, obviously new graphics for it. But um, other than that, it's just like a really, really basic... Uh, Rage and Steel cop car. So there's Donut Patrol. Um, also, the motor was flipped around in placement. Uh, yeah. Originally, 5.0's motor was facing towards the driver. Now it's facing away, um, which like people are. They're going to have a bad day if they fire up that truck. Yeah, yeah. So uh, that, and then it says to protect and serve. Uh, shoot, I forgot the. Does it say donuts? I think it says donuts. Yeah, um, I think it says donuts. Oh, no, sorry. Uh, to protect. And to serve donuts? Does it say donuts or does it say to dunk? Uh, to, oh, no. Both sides are different. To protect and serve donuts. And then so the other side says to protect and to dunk. So, okay. Uh, anyway, there's Donut Patrol. Go ahead, Phil. Talk about this if you can. Well, yes, I can. Uh, why they put this blower facing the wrong way is very mysterious. And someone else pointed out. I was like, yeah, okay, it's back. Um, but what in the world is going on here? Uh, so for this original, guys, you look back at 5.0, this looks really similar to 5.0 in almost every capacity. They should have put an obnoxious pink donut on this truck. That's really what they should have, yeah. Um, but, yeah, Donut Patrol, cop cars back here. They don't use this tool more, man. Yeah. I think this they could have a lot more legs. They, they need to use it more. They should have used it more, and I don't know if they can use it today, but if they can, go ahead. If not, never mind. Yeah, it's a shame. I mean, it's fun to have here, but I just felt this looked way too close to 5.0 for it to stand yeah. on its own. It's like Shark Creek is just bright blue and all this other stuff, and it's, so it's differentiators from its from its uh, grandfathers before, but oh well. And, uh, I forgot to mention why I like the Rage of Steel toy. It's got the badge on it. Carry on. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Carry on. Okay, no more rating steel. Uh, don't yeah. control. I'm sorry. And now we have Mudset's Hot Wheels. Um, another, another. It's weird how they go back and forth. Another graphics uh, mud uh, so thing here with a ton, a ton of uh, paint overlaps with graphics. Okay. So Phil's like rolling over there. So there's that. Um, and that's about it for this. So if you guys want to talk about it, go it ahead. was using the old scheme. You know, it says to say beat that. Oh yeah. Um, oh yeah. Yeah. That's right. That's this, this version that Ratchy we're looking at is the second release, I, I think. Oh. So I'm looking at the check. So it comes out. This is uh, renumbered here, number 35. Uh, Donut Patrol is 35 as well. Oh, yeah, here it is again. The original one is number 45, 
which we will talk about actually be like our first truck for next episode. Yeah, next time. So we'll come back um, to that. I think this one came out first. I'm looking at the original checklist. It was supposed to be 45, but for some reason, I remembered the 35 one coming out because I remembered that different flag. So if you go back to our 35 one, which is right here, uh, comes with a mon just a generic Monster Jam flag, which I is why I think 45 is the proper, but 45 comes with a regular Hot Wheels flag. So, man, somebody, so I'm getting old, folks. I think 35 came out first even though i just contradicted myself because of that flag <laughs> stuff i think for agent steel yep i think because of the flag knock it off it's uh <laughs> i think this one came out first i don't know why this happened but no one's gonna complain <laughs> yeah no you're not oh, I mean, man, look what we did <laughs> yeah and it is a new like not it, okay so we complain about chrome and this is the truck that always had either gold chrome or a oh, yeah orange hub and you get this chrome hub and you're like hey okay okay <laughs> yeah so there it is uh we'll talk about it again so let's not spend much time on it uh 35 and then 36 we just can't get away from this truck um scarlet band is back again this time it's flexing this hot pink color which i guess they're trying to like shift from that dim pink to the purple from spectral flame to this now hot pink they're just trying everything to sell this truck and it's just still not working um yeah. like they can they can change as much as they want. It's just like no one wants to pick it up. And not to say it's a bad truck. I love Scarlet Bandit. It's just like it doesn't sell well. Um, they even try like upping the graphic sizes and stuff, and it just doesn't work out. So Phil, let's let's hear about why this happened. Well, it's same thing as Manny under CSK Auto Checker Shucks Kragen no longer in business. So off those go. Even though they use a picture of the Checker Shucks Kragen Scarlet Bandit on the packaging. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, I guess the hot pink, it's not accurate to like the truck anymore, but I, I like the hot pink better because it's more prominent. But man, guys, I am so sorry. This didn't sell well either. No. <laughs> I like this, it. It's my favorite this, Scarlet Bandit. And this, the entire existence of Scarlet Bandit, this truck has never sold well. It is not a knock onto two extreme racing or Triton ever, but the, the Scarlet Bandit truck has never, ever, ever, ever sold well, ever. It's got a lot of love, and I'm sure it'll get some love in the future. But guys and gals and whoever, this, this truck does not sell well, ever. Ever. I like this one. This one was my favorite one of Scarlet Bandits. Uh, probably just because of that hot pink. I like the yeah. neon colors. This one was my favorite, and that's all I got. It looks a lot like our monster collecting palette. Here, I just noticed. So maybe Phil took inspiration from that. Oh, that look, that's yeah. what Think about what you're doing before. Take this to the bank. <laughs> um, so yeah, there's that. Uh, Scarlet Bandit. So we won't waste much more time on that, but it's really cool. I do agree. Um, probably my favorite of the diecast release of Scarlet Bandit so far. Uh, we did discuss last episode, actually, before we pivot off, um, that they made a purple Scarlet Bandit instead of making it pink because pink is so associated with like high, expensive level uh, Redline Club exclusive um, Hot Wheels cars. So sadly, we don't get that, um, which would have been really, really cool. But maybe, just maybe then it would have flew off the shelves like crazy. And yeah. maybe that would have helped them sell in the future. So that might have been a mistake on their part. But anyway, now we have one that was mentioned at the beginning of the podcast. But at the beginning of the podcast mentioned here, which is the Felon. So Felon... Uh, the Felon now returning, or not returning, actually debuting in the diecast line. Um, again, Mark Schrader, 
so we've had Devastator for so many years, uh, and now we have the Felon. So here it is. Phil, please. Actually, one more thing. Black Chassis, but Phil, enlighten us on the Felon. Ah, uh, yes. It's the Devastator's alter ego. We haven't seen it in quite a number of years, but now with uh, the Basil Brothers being the owners of Devastator, I'm sure we'd love to see – I'm sure the Felon name is going to pop up one of these days when they get a second uh, truck rolling. But a Felon was a was an obvious change since we had Devastator so many times. Uh, yeah. And this is really right around the time. So Devastator body existed for a number of years before it actually ran Monster Jam. So now it's actually starting to appear in Monster Jam events, so it makes a lot more sense. So here's Felon. Uh, don't be fooled by the number. It is number 37 out of 75. This this came out in one of the last cases of the year. This was a late, late release. Um, so, But uh, they had already numbered out. But uh, it was definitely a good one to end the year on, uh, one of the later trucks. So an uh, easy layup. It's a new truck for everybody. Everybody bought it. Yeah, and I remember this coming out late in the year, too. I never handle? Yeah, door handle, so they kind of got fancy with the detail. I never understood kind of the, like the graphic plan on Felon. Um, that's like Mark yeah. Schrader's birthday. That's the inmate number, I'm pretty sure. Okay, that's cool. Um, but like the design, I just never get it. It's like, I don't think Hot Wheels designed this, by the way. Uh, I know they designed Devastator, but not, I don't know if they did. I don't think they designed this, especially because the graphics are just a hair bit blur. But uh, yeah. man, I, I just don't understand the graphics scheme of Felon. It's like an eyeball looking at you, like, hey. Yeah, like, I don't get it. Bricks. I, I like the scheme, I just never quite understood it. Yeah. And and yeah. then we talk about the uh, the hubcaps. The real truck runs like sewer hubcaps there, uh, wheel covers there. Uh, not going to get it here, but Chrome does work well. One of the few instances where Chrome does work well. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I just remember it coming out. Oh, I just remember it coming out late in that year. Uh, wanted to get my hands on it because it was a new truck. And uh, yeah, I mean, no one complained. Uh, more uh, probably community input or did this debut. So. Phil. What? Did this debut or was this community input or both? Ah, uh, community. Actually, I think community is a point where I, <laughs> me, mentioned this. Hey, oh. okay. Plus, hey, oh, I, said I said your name for a reason. All right. All right. <laughs> I only want to take the credit for it. Okay. Felon, um, there you go. I do recall this in the future years, peg warming very, very hard, though. Unfortunately, I think um, we should stop on this next truck, Ryan, and just end it right here. What's next? You think so? Yeah. No, we'll go to forty-four. Uh, sure? Okay, we'll go to forty. We'll go to forty. Uh, time flight. Everybody's going to bed. All right, keep going. Okay. Uh, so this this one, uh, time flies, and you know. Okay, you know what? No, I'm gonna run you over because you're gonna ruin the you're gonna ruin everyone's day with this. Yeah, like, you're gonna be like, now. oh, this isn't accurate. I just see what it now. No, okay. What are, you, what are you talking about? No, 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 stop. No, I was gonna say this is very accurate and Spin Master did a horrible job. So He's maybe talking to talk. okay, no, Phil, 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 let him talk. Let him okay. talk. Okay, okay, go ahead. I was gonna say this is one of the actually uh when I compare the two companies, this is one of the bigger like wins over Spin Master. Uh, Spin Master debuted their time flies and like cut in, I don't know what they were doing, um, but Wildflower and Time Flies both suffered from that weird body design. Hot Wheels, however, did um, for, you know, some pieces here aren't very accurate, but the front and the whole cab here and everything else to do with this truck, like, 
it's perfect. Like they actually molded the shocks on, they modified the roll cage for this. Um, and yeah, it's just a really, really good truck uh, casting wise. Um, again, not 100% accurate, but if you compare it to Spin Master, that's, it beats it every time. Uh, it's unfortunate, however, that they had this Time Flies um, casting and never did the classic, which I really want Spin Master to still do, even though they have a really not good casting, and the yellow, which we did get from Spin Master, but it wasn't this tooling. Um, they also never went ahead and made Wildflower, uh, which we asked for for years and years and years, and I think she was supposed to get one, and then they were like, no. So um, there's Time Flies. Phil, you can go ahead and go now. Man, I, I get nervous with you. You like to ruin everybody's day with some of these things. But uh, all right, kids, this is the number one truck in 2010. Yeah, it, so this, it's up there. Yeah, it was up there for me too. This is it. This is number one. Okay, take all the nostalgia away. This is it. This is hardcore community feedback, mm -hmm. and this required. This is a massive retool and like a chassis retool. A lot of work had to go in to get time flies going here, and uh, this because of all that work. This that's why the numbers then the case assortments get all goofy because this was the last truck released in 2010. It's a lay 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 release. It's a case after the felon. That's how late it is. Um, didn't even come out in case with the felon. So, uh, this is this is cool. I love the front detail where it shows like the old time flies and the grill. The real truck always runs out. The yellow one now runs both. Uh, the schemes there. A lot of attention went into this. I think like the shock tower is like the one discrepancy color that yeah. is like one of the shock towers isn't supposed to be red. I don't know, but guys, this was this was such a winner. It was like I can't believe it when uh, Time Flies made it out. I mean, it was like such a late release. It was like they, they couldn't even find a picture of the real truck. They, yeah. just, like, they threw a render on there and called it a day. Like here's your Time Flies. Uh, man, we only get time flies the next year, and like that's it. That's like the right or sneaks in one more time. I don't remember, but um, we get a release with a variation actually, a very yeah. minor time. Okay, gosh, uh, CTX Boy RD. I, I, that brings you right back to feels there. Okay, so Calvin Raymer took time flies to Hot Wheels so they can see it in person. That's how much they championed to get this truck. Kelvin physically took his truck to Hot Wheels. And set it up outside of Mattel headquarters, and they just so they could see it and take pictures. Like, like I will bring it to you. I totally forgot about that. And man, I remember the late Patrick Carroll, friend of ours. Man, I remember he was part of that too. And that was a big, big part of the feed. Uh, Patrick was a big part of getting this going too. And uh, yeah, like that's the point where community got so much involved. Kelvin took his truck to Hot Wheels. It's like. That's so cool. And that's just so set it up in the parking lot. It's like you're making my toy. That's basically <laughs> it. I, that's why it's like such a. I I totally forgot about that story. That, that, in itself, that. that in and of itself. I mean, the truck had enough heat and it's just perfection of it being truck of the year. But that story, yeah, it can it can be above high roller, but high roller is number two. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Time flies. Uh, I was looking at a reference image of the real truck. I I always knew like. When I got this truck, I was like, something's not right. It's this shock setup here. Um, it's a little uh, something about it. Uh, I think it's just they added too much it's to like it. like that um, but tower besides that, the blower pipes, and they just painted them red like the shocks. Yeah, that's oh, what is that it what is. that's supposed to be? That's what it is. Oh, I always thought they added another shock tower. That, that okay, that's like really cool. Can't be or, I know them, them blowers are way too big, but it's like – Beggars yeah. can't be choosers. The fact that they're able, able to make this and just completely yeah. change their entire tooling, nobody was going to complain about it. So, uh, 
I never knew yeah. they were blower pipes. So thank you for telling me that those are the actual pipes of the motor. That makes so yeah. much more sense now. If only they were painted chrome, of course. But um, okay, that clears up uh, eleven years of me wondering why they added another shock tower, which which uh, makes this uh, very complete accurate design. Only thing is they never added a windshield, which was odd. But anyway, uh, besides the point, yeah, this is a hyper accurate model by um, Hot Wheels. So I'm very happy with this. Um, Spin Master should definitely take the notes from this one uh, for Wildflower as well, because Wildflower is a very similar style setup. So yeah, there's that. And then um, uh, two more to go. Phil wants to cut it early because he's tired. Um, the Cowboy. <laughs> oh, Spectre oh I, have I have that one sitting right over there. Yeah, that this was is my the favorite. last I think it's the last cowboy we get, um, if I'm right yes. on that. Um, yeah, Spectre Flame. I'll let him check, but uh, Spectre Flame uh, charcoal color again. Um, I say it's not very noticeable, but for this scheme, it's very noticeable uh, because you have bright decals on this background, and I think that um, in any bright lighting, you'll definitely tell it's not a solid black. We can throw light on it if we need to. Yeah, yeah. the black Spectre Flames, we've talked about them where it's a little – could be hit or miss. Uh, this one's kind of cool. It, it, I think it it accents a lot of the, the 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 graphics, the current graphics. It makes them pop a little better. I don't think anybody's. Although I don't think anyone's lining up to say that Cowboy is their favorite Spectre plane. No. Well, see, that's where I come in and make it stupid and say that was my my favorite spectacular flame of that year. Oh if not God. only because I'm an Oklahoma State Cowboy fan, but yeah, this I love. Cowboy, and I like, I like this one. This was my weird. I'm sorry, Phil. God, I don't. I mean, we can go on about you. Carry on. <laughs> All right, and then to finish up uh, our discussion for tonight, we have another mud trucks, which is the El Loco. Now, I'm not sure why Brian's is so bright, but let me grab mine, Phil. If you want to talk about it, so I can show you guys something special. This is here. like this isn't even a mud truck El Toro. This is like El Toro go driving through the desert. It's like. Yeah. Looks it's a, a lot. Funny. It's like an El Paso El Toro Loco. And so I'm, I'm not okay sure. Yeah, I was I'm not too. sure if mine's a variation or not. Let me solo myself. Uh, but mine has like this weird thing about it where either it was a factory, like someone dropped it through a shredder. But um, if you see here, the mouth decal is shredded on both sides. And then the oh. mud is just all over the thing. So I don't know what happened That's to mine. That's gotta be an error, man. I mean, I don't think it's a making, really weird error for it to be matching. They're not making, those a, stuff, but they're not making a jawless El Toro Loco. <laughs> yeah, but it's like it got torn up. Um, battle, folks. I will I, say I, this is a good sidebar that there were there is a large contingent of people that do believe in heavy mud and light mud variants on these mud trucks, and I think there might be one or two of them on the Pat website that just need to not be there. I don't know, believe actually, that. I want to mention one more thing. So look at the windshield here on Brian's, and then look at the windshield here on mine. I actually painted on the windshield on mine. So I'm not sure what's going on with this thing. That's but, interesting. Um, that is very yeah, interesting. this is a weird one. Brian's yeah, there's, there's some... Go ahead. Yeah, I actually saw this. It was the only one at Toys R Us that day that had the uh, like chipped up teeth and the mud on the windshield. I passed up that clean windshield one for this, so I'm glad I did because now we have that historic lesson about it. But I don't know what this is, if it's a variation, if it's uh, an error. But, yeah, it's weird for them to paint that windshield there. Um, I'll have to look at some on eBay to see if there's any others like that. But that was the only one there that day out of, like, You're 10 because there was a peg warmer of it. But, um, yeah. It's like an Anaheim mud, and this one looks like an El Paso mud. Yeah. 
you can so see good. also the paint here on the top, but mine has the paint inside the horns uh, area too. So I don't know. I don't know. And yes, heavy mud variants. I don't believe in them. Brian believes in them. So you'll see them appear in later years. Um, we won't acknowledge them on here as intellectuals. <laughs> Those are going off like normal. I don't All think right, I, so. we talked about the blind man variants. It's just, uh, I only reason to cut it short a little bit is that uh, this is getting a little long. Um, well, I'm a lot of left. Nah, wow, we got a lot. To I feel you sure you don't want to go for the last four. All right, Phil. fine, we'll, we'll do it. We'll yeah, do it. I was gonna say, we have so much to talk about next. That episode, way, if so we can, yeah, maybe we could take questions at the end of the next yeah. week. Yeah, or something okay, like so uh, continuing four more. Uh, Clydesdale returning again. Um, this is, uh, I like, like I said, okay. uh, Hot Wheels it's in the classic series, which is funny to me. Yeah, so um, here's the thing with Clydesdale, and I'll run you over. So, um, okay. gosh, when this was named for the classics line, it was yeah. like, wow, we're getting a Clydesdale and classics. And then, like, you see, like, Cyclops is coming out and Survivor. Everyone's, like, getting jittery. They're like... What Cyclops are they making? Are they making the original pink one? Like old school from the 80s and like uh, Clydesdale? Like, or maybe they're making like one of the more current schemes that just we never got it. Like, it was so many possibilities. It was like, oh man, I, I can't believe it. I can't believe it. And then like it comes out, it's the Hot Wheels original design from 2005. It was like, oh, you know. Well, Bummer. Now the original from 2005, I think, is on chrome rims. So yeah, this is gonna be yeah. white. So it is a different variant for the people from before. But looking at yeah. this, looking at what this, a missed opportunity. Look, yeah, that's what I was just looking at this now, guys. We should have foreshadowed 2017 team mints. We should have known. We should have <laughs> known. They had one up. It was the problem? They went up their sleeves. Okay, it's uh, funny. It's funny. It's like a revolution. Every year with Spin Masters, uh, Retro Rebel, Grave Digger, it's like, oh, it's going to be awesome. And then it's like Red Primer, Grandma Grave Digger. What was the first one that we had, Retro Rebel? Did uh, we even get a Grave Digger, Retro Rebel? No, uh, Grave Digger is a legend, wasn't it? Oh, yeah. Grave Digger legend. And then they're like, this year, Purple Grave Digger legend. And it's like, oh, it's the same one. So, yeah, it happens. And there's a balancing act. Uh, luckily, luckily I know what one it's going to be so I can pivot the community into a a less raging uh, format when they find out that it's not a special one. So uh, this, unfortunately, I'm sure at the time people were not too too happy uh, yeah. that they waste yeah, they waste the spot. They really this, this one is a hard that. waste. This, cool. this, now, one hurt. this one hurt. You expected Bennett uh, Clark's pink one, not this one, or even the blue. They had issues getting a hold of Bennett, and so they're like, "All right, we're making Clydesdale." It's like, did you ask Bennett? And they're like. Ah, and it's like, but we're making Clyde. Like, there are some real optimistic people that are like, we're making Clydesdale. Okay, we're just gonna make a Clydesdale. <laughs> and then they're like, but you need to. It's like, man, I can't get a hold of him. It's like, I'm sorry, we have to do the the scheme we did because that's the one that we did. And it's like, but, ah. it's it's like it's like they set their standard of like, okay, like they're planning out the year. Okay, on the to do list, making a Clydesdale. Call Ben and Clark. <laughs> it's like, oops, Ben. I oh, forgot to do that. The next time we'll see like a community hype for a, like a – it's called flashbacks when we talk about this. But like a retro truck, it's going to be the King Crunch of 2018. And they're like, oh, my God. They just made like one the year before. It's that um, – um, I'm losing the name here. Scott 
the Scott Stevens. The original Scott Stevens. I'm oh, trying. Oh, Douglas is running through my mind. Scott Stevens. Why? All right. Yeah, they made yeah, that they, one, and then they, next yeah. year they're going to do a King Crunch again, and we're like, they just did this really cool one. What can they possibly do? They're and they're really, like, ruin really Got you. Yeah, but this card. one had, this, fortunately, this one had the hype of all the other classics where it's like, oh my God, we got Cyclops. And you'll yeah. see some of the other classics that are like more like, how the heck did that even happen? But it's it was Clyde. like, yeah, but yeah. we got this one. Oh, well, fellas, I didn't have it, so I bought it. Luckily, we have only two trucks that are, or luckily, we have two trucks that are really fast. So, Martial Law, here it is again. We um, released number six. Yeah. Yeah. And this, so I think, Peg won. Sorry, guys. The, the lore of 2009 died off. Nobody wanted this. This should have got a Spectre Flame or something. This, they should have done some of the poor martial law. Yeah, but, but well, the blue rooms are still useful to rip off during that time period. So, yep. There's yeah. Okay, and then we have another repeat um, a plastic based turtle number two. This is the blue. Uh, oh, they actually added a uh, specialized recolor of a Photoshop image. Kind of um, so weird really how they decided to change. Uh, our Ninja Turtle here, uh, just trying to be cute and funny with, uh, you know, 2010. Like, we're changing everything, so. Yeah. It would have been really cool to see this anyway. in real life now, looking at this. I love the blue. Blue, voice crack. Um, that, that's like, how you know we don't before. get, yeah, guys, I don't know what, we talk about this. I don't know who goes to what, but, like, Orange gets a mud truck or, like, a change. Uh -huh. It's regular, but it changes the logo we'll talk about in a couple of years. <laughs> and then no, no purple. Purple's never seen again. Until, until now, until, until now. like two days ago, hot wheels monster trucks. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, so not much to mention with Mike, this. This Michelangelo is my favorite. So seeing that set come out, I was like, finally, no, let's push to forty-five. I'm gonna be weird, okay? Let's because we already talked about forty-five. Okay, fine. 44. forty-four. Before we get to another truck we've already seen, forty-four is an awesome release. I love this Spectre Flame release. This is Monster Mutt. Last time we saw Monster Mutt Dalmatian with the Spectral Flame, it's kind of odd where they didn't add the white uh, undertone. This time they smartened up uh, for most of the graphics that require them, the teeth and the logos. Um, they have the white underneath, but everything else is still Spectral Flame, that reflective like clear decal, which is fine by me. They corrected what needed to be corrected, um, and it looks so awesome. So I love this Spectral Flame. It's one of my favorite ones. Uh, comparing to Dalmatian, this far you know, it's more superior to that. So awesome. Also, this actually allows for you to see uh, the little secret behind Spectrochrome or Spectroflame. Yeah. Uh, the the Zamac body right here is actually bare, and they didn't paint it, so you can see that they're painting on top of a chrome polished body. That's really cool. Uh, with that said, I'll turn it over to them. But yeah, I love Monster Mutt, and I love this Spectroflame release. This one was a good one. Um, I, funny enough, this is a uh, this will probably make collectors cringe, but uh, I had. I have another one in the house, perfectly fine, but I just I just saw my other one in the garage today uh, with the front axle completely ripped off from an Encore. So, yeah, I like this one. I had, I had a bunch of them because, again, throw it out in the carpet league or out in the uh, real dirt. So, yeah, I liked it. You're rough with your toys. Yeah, dude, I got Gravedigger panels, like Gravedigger trucks snapped in half. We got a bunch of stuff, Phil. We, we don't throw anything away here. You know that. Yes, I know. That's why you got a lot of garbage a couple of years ago. Yes, but, uh, sir. Yes, sir. Anyways, all yeah, right. no, I like this mutt. Uh, I think it blends uh, this Spectroflame mutt. Work, I think pairs well with that Dalmatian from two thousand eight. Uh, I think that they, they live with the same kind of spirit, and I, I like. I just like this more interpretation with this Spectroflame. I think it pops a little better. A lot more copper. There's a brown Spectroflame truck that comes out in twenty eleven that is like. 
<laughs> yucky, but this yeah. this is not. So until yeah. that, well, we appreciate this one. And uh, sadly, and in two thousand in two thousand eleven, uh, we don't receive uh, Monster Mode Rottweiler as a Spectre Flame. So they don't complete the trio. The trio. I got, uh, they, they got yucky. But, uh, yeah. and, oh, well. and, you know, to their defense, Rottweiler would have been that, like, charcoal chrome. So, eh, but I was always upset that they didn't complete the trios whenever they did something with one. They never did it with all three. They did, like, one, then no, then the other. I think uh, even, does Monster get a mud tread? I'm trying to look at my collection. No. Okay, so Monster doesn't get a mud tread, but Dalmatian gets a mud tread. Rottweiler doesn't get a mud tread. So it's like, if you're going to do one, you got to do all three. But now we have so many dog pound trucks, it doesn't really matter. But anyway, well, there's we're Roddy. Up, we're up. Anyways, um, uh, since Phil wants to be odd, we're okay, forty-five with- folks. We talked about it. It's that Hot Wheels mud truck. Yeah, this came out later. I, I'm, I'm pretty sure this was the later one because the flag is different. The flag insert is a regular Hot Wheels flag. So I don't know why this was the number where it was supposed to be. So like. There was some botch with number 35, and it came out with like a generic flag. It was like, Ooh, whoopsies. But that came out for, for yeah. But yeah. Yeah. Uh, we don't have anything yeah. else to say because we already yeah. said it. So, guys, here on 2010. We love this line, and we're going to talk about so much more next next week on part two. Yeah, so much more. Oh, my gosh. So Just, much yeah. more, guys. Great. So the great. The greatest line, arguably, until we can get maybe Raging Back or a Primer Digger. This is a love letter. Um, yeah, a, I didn't really see any questions or – I mean, if somebody had any real hardcore pertinent question about this. I think, I think everyone knows the, the the idea of 2010 and they're just – This is a love letter, man. I mean, this is this is, this is is the game changer. This, this sets the bar. So I'm, I'm just going to look real quick. Uh, okay, fun fact. I, I didn't even need this backwards bob because it's the same one as last year, but I got it for the flag because I love yeah, backwards bob. That's what I got it for, for yeah. too. Yeah. Okay, anyway, that's uh, that's 2010 part one. I think that's it, folks. And gosh, we're, this is a long one. Um, this Everyone loves 2010, man. Rewatch this episode as much as you can. You're going to learn something new. You're going to have a lot of fun with it. Um, again, this is such a fun, collectible line, and We'll try to talk about in detail. We'll definitely see where we're at on time next okay. week. Uh, well, how high that bar is for 2010 and why really it's never been topped. <laughs> I mean, we've got a lot of close calls, but just, just the yeah. lore of the line. It's like unless Spin Master or Hot Wheels just is like, you know what? You, you, here's our pen and paper. You just figure it out. Like this, nothing like this will ever come close again. It's no. just – I, we champion when Ryan petitions for bulldozer, but imagine an entire line full of bulldozers because that, that's basically what 2010 was. Yeah. Crazy. Yeah. Sadly, no, not going to happen again. Uh, there's new, there's new rules and we, uh, we get 30%. So that's, that's what it is. So 30% are collector, like collector base and then the other 70% are kids. So that's like nitro neon. Okay. And all the other stuff. You can't yeah. one of Will Phil's famous sayings. You can't have too much of a good thing because that's what makes it special. Yep. Okay. Phil. Way, too much, way too much of a good. What thing. a what a nice quote to end off on. So uh, we'll be back next Monday, which will be here like that because it's like I I end the podcast and then like a day later I'm like oh my god tomorrow's a podcast so it's it's like Groundhog Day here. Um, I got, I got so, 
now. So I'll, I should... I'll see you guys in, in a day in my time period. But um, oh, until then, we want to thank you for sticking with us. If you'd stick with us for the entire episode, and we'll see you guys next week. So have a great week. And until then, this is Phil, RJ, and Ryan signing out. No, you're Ryan. I'm Phil. Oh, here we go again. We're signing out now. <laughs>